Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. For the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. <clears throat> Fucking lounge lizard That's over here. That's my favorite one ever. <laughs> the dirty, like, lounge pedo. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Lounge pedo. It's <laughs> <laughs> just aggressive. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. I'm not doing that. Do What's it. going on? Do it. Gross. Give us a sultry voice, Simon. No, then I'll be associated with you pedos. Wow, a lot of fucking. <laughs> it's like Epstein Island here. I know the whole thing sounds bad. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five. Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. There are no patrons this week, so we're going to skip that portion of the episode. You want to take that from me? <laughs> no, I like Go. that. Sorry, do you want to read? Do you want to read a fake name off or something? Do I we have any to... patrons this week, Kay? Uh, I thank you for asking, Simon. Uh, no, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's so many we can't read them because we don't have time. Yeah, that so would not be tune nice. Tune the post, Joe. But I, I was shocked because. Tune into the post. The weed fairy. I got visited yeah, by the welcome. weed fairy. Yeah, you're welcome. There you go, buddy. A couple nugs appeared on my phone. and Wow, man. Thanks for giving. Yes, there are no Patreons, but it doesn't matter. Uh, if, for those who don't know, the Patreon is our post-Joe where we talk about other things in Joe, but we still talk about Joe. We just fuck around after the show. It's an extension, if you will. Get away um, from the status, thank Joe. You the old Patreons and new Patreons. Uh, we still love you. And you've got us 50% of the yeah, way there. Thank so. you, Patreons. We got 126 now, which I never, which is crazy. percent to go. I honestly remember setting the Patreon up at like 3 in the morning one day and being like, this is never, no one's ever going to join this. This will kill my ego. Yeah, and here we are. And here we are. Thanks to all of you. Have you guys ever seen uh, Are Lucha You Garbage? Gracias. Have we ever seen what? Are the, You the Garbage? The podcast Are You Garbage? No. I hear it's getting some good. Uh, they just blew up. Come on, I asked you. It's a great idea, though. No, it's, it's a great premise for a podcast. Do you know perfect. the premise, Matt? Mm-mm. Didn't did they not talk about it on Rogan? Where did I hear all of this? They might not have yet. Uh, you oh no, I heard Tripoli talk about it. He was on it. So you go on there. They ask you a bunch of questions about your life, mm-hmm. and then they decide whether you're garbage. And they not. are garbage. <laughs> but they know oh, that's they, cool. They know garbage. But it's a great premise to get people to talk about their yeah, life yeah, yeah. with like an Childhood. ending childhood everything with an ending that makes it uh oh i guess it's only your childhood kamar well no it's just how did you grow up what right what, what amenities did you have or not have gotcha but it, it, are you garbage everyone is <laughs> it's great great work no that's guys. awesome yeah and their patreon is only like a hundred thousand dollars a month only mm-hmm. wow they're, wow they're but fucking what, struggling what the key they have is they do a live show yeah Will they have people who are going to the show, I guess, tweet at them or whatever and say something yeah. that describes it as garbage. And then when they're doing the show, they scream out 
and the, they'll talk to the person about that and other people go, I've done that too. Like, Those guys could incorporate like, uh, you know, where people go up and read their diaries from when they were kids, you know, it's that same yeah, kind no, of no, feel exactly. to it. One, where... of the, one of the things though they designate as a garbage trait is brushing your teeth in the shower. Oh, I do not do that. I don't do that. I do that. So you do do that? I may, I may be garbage. Yeah, you are garbage. The way you're born, what kind of car you had. Did you have a car that did not work in your driveway? That sort of stuff. Mm. Anyways. I just got rid of one. They are They are. Fun. It's here now. And they're doing very well. I don't know why I talked about them. Anyways, good for you, Kamara. Way to plug another great podcast. Also, for plugging stuff, um, someone on the uh, Patreon, Patreon, excuse me, owns a... Uh, a skateboard company and we're going to give him a shout out. Nice. So shout out to and He's going to give us skateboards. Awesome. No, he's not. He's a patron <laughs> and he's a good dude. So we're going to shout out to Liberalis skateboards. I hope I'm saying that right. Thanks for the complete deck. Thanks man. Go check them out on Instagram. Born in the UK, designed in California, made in Canada. Wow. Send them over. That's a lot Interesting, of Interesting, uh, huh? A lot of movement there. Trifecta. Anyway. Yeah. Shout outs to them. Kamar, was that your week? Was that what we just did? Nope. Oh, oh, that was a Patreon. How's Patreon. your week? How's your week? Oh, it's a great week. week. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I got a scooter. Hey. A Segway electric scooter to help the environment. And it's embarrassing, but handy to have around. And uh, thank you to the Patreons to help me uh, get that scooter. <laughs> uh, no. He's joking. You guys not did not true. buy him a scooter. It's like ridiculous. I said, uh, I'm having uh, anxiety with the lockdowns being over and stuff to do. And I realize I don't want to do stuff. And I don't have an excuse not to do it. And I don't even know what you would do at a bar. But what's the stuff you don't want to do? Just out of curiosity. Because you said you meet Keith every fucking Monday at... Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, sorry. And do that. that's fun. That's it. That's all you want to do. But what's well, the other no, things... A, a, so what are the other things people are inviting you to that you don't want to do? Oh, no one's inviting me. I just know... <laughs> they I, exist. I know there's stuff to do. Okay. And I sit and sort of like, oh, should I go out? Like, especially because the weather's nice. I'm like... I said when the lockdown was on, oh, they're holding me back. But I realized I was holding me back. It's just, <laughs> I really, uh, I resent the pandemic. You thought it was the back. Vax passport, but now you realize it was just you. Yeah, it was just me. Yeah, I like not that. Not want to get out there. That's and, pretty funny, Kamar. And the, the lockdowns we just went through, it was winter already. We were locked. Like, I'm, I was so used to working and watching YouTube and repeating every day of the week and not feeling guilty about it because everyone else was basically doing the same thing and now. I just realized I'm old. I mean, the original lockdown, that was the one where it felt the most like no guilt, you know? Oh, I played Call of Duty for because like... Because of the fear. Because of the fear. We were like, stay in your house, you know, batten down the hatches. Sorry, Matt. No, I... I it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah. I literally stayed at home and played Call of Duty for 10 hours a day. Absolutely guilt-free. Yeah, like, yeah. I would look at Mary and be like, I'm going to play video games. She's like, yeah, I mean, we have nothing to do, so go nuts. So you, and, like, all the boys were on because no one else had... You know what I mean? Like, you'd call someone and be like, dude, you want to play games? Like, yeah, I have nothing to do. Great. It was the best. But oh, yeah. at the same time, it was shit. Also, um, this week, I the, the whole Brendan Schaub saga unfolded. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus. We'll talk about the... We'll get into the post, Joe. I got Joe? so yeah, yeah. into yeah. that, man. But how I was thinking about it is, like, you know, these sides and you find out these other people have another one. Like recently, like everything's in um, relation. Yeah. Like it's not like one person put a podcast. So you have questions like the other people put out the report, the retort po or whatever. Yeah. 
And then I thought about telling it to my mother or something like, who are you talking about? Yeah, seriously. So it's, so it's another dimension of meaningless shit. <laughs> yes, or you could be like, oh, this is intense. And that's what, that's it just leads to, there's so many dimensions of caring about stuff. It's funny you mention that though, because I read a Reddit thread this week. And again, you can give this as much credence as you want. This guy said he was at um, a comedy show, I think in LA, I assume LA. And he said, Bobby opened the show. And he said, Bobby killed. Bobby Kelly? No, Bobby Lee. Oh, I'm sorry. And he said, Bobby Lee didn't mention any of the beef, the drama. There was no mention of Shab, no mention of any of it. He just went up, did his job, killed, you know, got laughs the whole time, left the stage. Fast forward three comedians later, apparently Sam Tripoli goes up and all he talked about was how there's this Bobby Lee beef and... And the guy was saying, he's like, most of the people in the audience aren't aware of this. They're just out for a night of comedy. They don't know these, like, the inner workings of the comedy beef. Stuff not. doesn't matter. No one cares. That's exactly, yeah. And he was like, it ruined, like, a good night of comedy because this guy couldn't get over the ego of, like, what's going on behind the scenes. I just thought it was interesting. I think Tripoli feels like he has to stand up for people. I don't know. Anyways. I'd have to hear it. But yeah, that's just a report. Well, again, like I said, I, I read a Reddit thread. Who knows how much fucking, I, like mm -hmm. I said, give it as much credence as you want. I'm just, it was an interesting take that if that's true. And it was also crazy watching Crypto Crash this week. Yeah, Simon came in here the other day and I was, <laughs> it was insane. It may be the Ponzi scheme. It was sold as. Well, hold on. You asked, wait, wait, wait. I, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Matt and I looked at the story of that one. Which one was that? Luna? Yeah. That is a Ponzi scheme. Not all crypto is necessary, but there were definitely some fucking shady shit but going on, man. This last week has totally like affected any confidence. Yeah, but I think again, what did let's, I say to you? Let's do this again, Now's though. The time to get in, Kamar. No. You've you've only been in crypto. All of us have only been, and again, we're very small investors in crypto. When I say that, so, tiny. So tying us up to steal four hundred dollars of crypto is a real waste of your time. Um. If you've been in crypto since like 2012, this is probably your fifth iteration of this, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot more people who have just been like I, I was talking to a friend yesterday in New York and he, like it, it's wiped him out. And if yeah. the and if the new the new crypto wants to discredit the old crypto, it seems like that's all happening. And the next iteration will be crypto 3.0 and that's going to be run by fucking klaus schwab white kamar white white kamar white kamar white kamar simon how was your week oh well my week was very exciting matthew first of all did i mention last week about the flu what the i had this like you idea did to about me. the you flu did to oh me. just to you what happened to verbatim i changed my mind um <laughs> audible no Yes. So just, I, I, we won't get bogged down, but just as an idea, I thought about this, okay? So there are two new variants of uh, COVID, COVID yeah. coming. This is going to be the same for years and years and years. Our flu that we have now before COVID was the remnants of the Spanish flu 100 years ago. Yeah. That finally died out to a point that wasn't, I mean, it's still bad. Still kills, kills people. Kills people. Yeah. Household but it's, you know, nobody is... Um, most people get it once a year. Nobody's shutting down businesses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then we have this. And it won't be 100 years because our medicine is much better now. But what, 20 years of this next COVID, you know? It's just, I never thought of it that way. But that is exactly, I think, 
The as only, just a guy who plays a doctor on television or a scientist on uh, television. The only wrench is this current COVID really isn't that bad. It already is a flu. Well, that maybe that's... Okay, sure. The Spanish flu, I think, was much worse. We didn't have vaccines back then, Kamar. I know you don't like to talk about that part of it, but that is a possibility. Anyways, moving on. Um, Elon Musk, Antichrist. We'll get to it in the post, Joe. So... How was your week? Yeah, my mom, my brother, has a whole operation of potted plants up there. Yeah. Did something happen to them? Yeah, something happened to them. So it was really hot. My mom was pouring some of the pots. They're all in terracotta pots, if that has anything to do with anything. Pouring the dirt into a paper bag to move it down. I don't know why she did it up there and didn't just move the pots downstairs. That's a discussion for another day. So as she did that, there was a fire. My brother... In the paper bag. In the paper bag. The earth caught on fire. My brother comes running into the house, gets the fire extinguisher, runs by. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I follow him out. My mom's burnt her hand. Your mom caught on fire. My mom caught on fire. Apparently, this happens sometimes. And like I was telling Matt earlier, the puck, I think, when I was looking through the burning roots, I could see these little smoldering pucks of something. And I think it might've been the fertilizer of some sort, maybe manure because when they wanted to keep fires burning back in the day, they would use the manure, I think to move that fire around. So they would be able to start it in another place. It sounds like a convincing story, but I have just one question. Um, just one. Is it possible can you say without a doubt that you didn't put any cigarettes out in those pot of plants? Well, I can say for sure I didn't. Your mother could have put a joint out in it? it Kamar? No, well, she wouldn't. She res- she replaced. Why would his mother put a she joint out? She respect the plants. Okay. I mean, listen, anything is possible. We looked online and apparently this happens sometimes. You can get this combustion of... My only close thing was I once put incense in a pot in mm-hmm. plant. Yeah. And fell asleep and woke up. It was on fire. Really? Yeah. I almost died. So that must have been some fertilizer in there. Otherwise, what caught on fire? What? Yeah. So I think we're on the right track. But here. just like the, 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 the little, heat. S- s- what is it? Amber, ember? Ember. Yeah. From the uh, incense stick. Well, those actually get pretty hot if you've ever like, touched the metal there. It's uh, So there's something to it with the roots or something that's flammable. No, I think it's something. It's either those little white, you know, there's white fertilizer yeah. pellets in yeah. the earth yeah. or like I'm thinking it's some sort of manure that's just mixed into the earth itself. And there's phosphate in fertilizers and we know phosphate is super. And flammable. we know they use fertilizer to make bombs. Exactly. So. Could have been a disaster. Thank God for your mom's okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'll give her your How best. French Canadian. Uh, Thank God for your mom's okay. Let that <laughs> and there you go. That's my week. I had a good week. It was warm. New Kendrick album. It was warm. Got a little color. That How was warm nice. was it? <laughs> it was so hot you could fry an egg on the sidewalk. I mean, it really, again, I really like that, but it was oppressively hot. It was so hot my balls May. and leg are now one, man. I really think, though, that that is the big difference between being able to enjoy those really hot days and not is having the refuge of AC. If you because it's the nights where, you know, sleeping in that kind of heat is. Yeah, I agree. It's also technically not supposed to get that warm for another month. 
I mean, what does that have to do with anything? Like, your body's not adjusted to it? If you were to, to believe it? in uh, the planet heating up and, like, it's... Oh, I you see. Don't, you don't much believe much in that. Hotter. Yeah, no. Kamari doesn't buy into that. I do when it affects my sleep. It's so hot. <laughs> All right. Well, Kamari, you want to go over the uh, guest list? You're just riding your scooter around at night to keep cool? I'd love to. I mean, this week, this week uh, Matt, it gave me pause. It gave me pause. Because these are all repeat guests, and I wonder how long we can keep doing repeat guests before we lose our minds. We want Bigfoot. We that, want uh, being aliens. Said, we start off 1815, the Black Keys, Dan Auerbush. The Spoken Key, Dan Auerbach, and Patrick Carney. Followed Shh. by the Godfather, 1816, Gad, sad. Oh, no, Errol Hawani's uncle. He just uh, is sad. 1817, Hotel Jesus, and finish off the week with uh, everyone's favorite mom, 1818, Christina P. More like Motel Jesus. <laughs> there Jesus you go. Christ. Now you're on fire. I always uh, said hotel because that's what an autocorrect is. Yes, I get it. Jamar. I give it a, a two. Oh, dude, I am on fire. Uh, I'll give it a 2.3. I will fucking Will Smith the shit out of you. Please I give it a two. jump over the table and slap the living piss Matthew, out of him. Matthew, hit that button, baby. <laughs> We have an agreement. Under protest. No, there's no, no fucking protest. You're under protest. protest. <laughs> you're <laughs> under protest. Ah, you guys are bound. It doesn't matter. What a shit maneuver that was. I knew he was going to pull that too. Let's, I actually thought it was going to be you, to be honest. Kamara, can you grab me something right outside the, that door? The emperor has <laughs> no clothes. The emperor has no clothes. All right, well, let's start it off. Uh, yeah, so start with the Black Keys, uh, who we've seen before. and it's um, a number, you dick. Oh, 18... Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's start the whole thing again. <laughs> 1815 Black Keys. I could name it one of their songs if you asked me to. Actually, I can. Black Submarine, but that's because So I very it. much think that it's the seat. <laughs> I think whoever sits in that far seat just gets totally left behind. Yeah. yeah. Except it's interesting because the two examples we can draw the most are probably Suzanne Santos, Gary Clark Jr., Patrick Carney and Dan Auerbach. Those are the situations where the person was. Are there. those these guys? I think yes. the deal is when you go in, the more talkative of the two, you just have like a quiet agreement that that person's probably going to sit across from Joe. But we've seen podcasts where both seats were lively as part of the nice story, Gary. Yeah. Part I'm, of the conversation. I'm going to do a whole 360 here, uh, or 180 rather. Half a 360. Yeah, and you'd be coming uh, right back to your original position. Yes, yeah. exactly. I don't think that uh, the seat has anything to do with it. I think he's just like a quiet front man, and the other guy happens to be, is he a drummer, guitarist, what? Listen, who? he's just the louder of the Dan, two. Oh, he yes, knows all about the aliens. Because he knows about the this. Drummer. He knows I was about say, drummers, drummers are, are crazy. always the crazy ones. Yeah, and they're always fucking the Tommy What Lee do you call Tom. a guy who always hangs out with the band? The drummer. And the lead singer doesn't want to talk too much because he's got his voice. I don't think that's if, no. If, if you talk a lot, like it, her, it maybe he's voice. just like a weird introvert who happens to have a voice of gold. I don't know any of their songs, by the way. Matt, do you know any of their songs? I do. Yeah, sing one for me, please. I don't think that's gonna. Could happen. you do that for me, please? I want to know if I know one. They have a cool band story about how they began, <laughs> and that crazy guy gave them their name, and the other band didn't show up. Um, Great sort story, of thing. bro. School fights. Actually, they talked about school fights that there was like a fight every day. And girls' fights were the most vicious. And they were the hardest to watch. Like, watching any fight is hard. It is I hard. I don't know if you well, guys get that weird feeling in your stomach. Especially but... if it's unsanctioned and just wild. Oh, 
that's what I'm talking about. Watching UFC fights isn't hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those guys are both going in. They know what they're doing. And they're also in the same weight class. And they're also both professional fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, how often does that happen in a street fight? It's always some guy who thinks he knows how to fight and then runs into, like, you know, somebody who or knows how to fight. Which or a swarming, yeah. You'd bear witness to when fights, especially school fights. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I wonder if the fights have gone down. But, like, we didn't even go to a very bad school, and we saw tons of fights. But if it's transferred into just online now, like, no one gets physical, they um, just fucking That almost seals, seems worse, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess not. For the record, my first day at Glebe, mm-hmm. and I mean very first day, mm-hmm. there was, like, a 50-person brawl. Oh, really? Uh, like, a, I, was, I remember sitting at gym class last period of the day, and there were so many people sitting on the Glebe side. Like on the curb, and I'm talking like a, like 50 people. I was like, wow, a lot of people sitting out there. And I get out of gym class, and all the Glee boys are on first half beating the shit out of this group from another, I think from Nepean or something. No I, way. I guess we did. It wasn't a great school. I guess more what I meant is it was in it was in like a pretty affluent community. There was no reason. There's no reason for it, but everyone was like a rich kid that wanted to be a gangster. Sure. And testosterone and uh, I mean that happens in every school though, right? Like, and I I don't know if it still happens or if it's more they fight online. I mean, listen, people still fight. But do does someone tweet something about someone and the next day they get punched in the face? World star, man. Like, I mean, listen, my dad. My dad said when he went to Gloucester High School, and I also went to Gloucester for like half a semester or a semester, whatever. Um, he said there was like fifteen fights a day. He said it was sta- like there was just. All- he also said though when he went there, there weren't enough lockers, and like when I went there, I was like, "How is this possible? There was lockers fucking everywhere." So when he- I don't know, I guess your locker is like your first apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and if yeah. you have to share it with somebody, you have a roommate. And if you leave food in it, you're garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you For imagine sure. what my gar- my locker looked like? Oh, it was probably terrible. It was a mess. My locker was terrible too. Like I never had a knapsack. I used to carry all just my papers around in like a plastic bag. Weird. Like a vagrant. That's yeah. garbage. Yeah, that's garbage for sure, man. <laughs> like a vagrant. No, I mean that's pretty much how I lived. Like, mm-hmm. and then I'd get all those papers and I'd transfer them to my locker, mm-hmm. which was garbage. Full of garbage and papers and plastic bags, actually. <laughs> Crazy locker maintenance. Yeah. I remember in high school, though, it was always like a good place to do weed deals. Just put it in the locker. Locker, yeah, you know, open it up, throw it very, in. Very, very mm. schmick. Um, very schmick. Did you guys ever do whippets? No. A whippet. That is the little bit of nitrous. Yeah. I mean, does it count out of the can? I think. I don't think that's a real. Whip, I mean, that's the kids' whippet. It. You know, they had the... the yeah, whole like you're doing actual and nitrous. It's like you just open it a bit and yeah, you get it. No, I've never done that. I've done actual... Ni- or had nitrous. Yeah, done. well, that's the best way to go. But I, I had did, it in the hospital. I did it with some doctors, so I felt... You felt pretty good about protected. it? I felt like I was in the right place. Nice. And they're doing it. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that would make me feel less good about it. But. Well, listen, it's an amazing drug. I don't know what it's actually, like, good or bad for you or whatever. You know what I mean? But... That thing sends you like into the fucking clouds. Dude, Just... Andrew Callahan, um, the guy from All Gas No Breaks, he yeah. went to a fish concert and they all do, that's all they do. It's like people our age. That's like what fish heads are. Dentists. They're just yeah, nitrous they're just, addicts. Dude, it's guys walking around with balloons Makes offering sense. fucking nitrous same to with, people. Same with the Grateful Dead. They were doing oh, yeah, a lot of acid. Be, a lot of acid to enjoy yeah. that experience. 
Very interesting. To enjoy such terrible music. When we were oh. kids, though, there was a story of either a Dairy Queen or McDonald's. A kid was doing it in the back, and he blew up his lungs. Well, I'm sure you can do too much. And now I don't think that happened. Oh, okay, yeah. You're right, Kamara. <laughs> well, maybe did. Like, I think he did it with the industrial gun. It's another bad trip thing. They also told us not to huff paint, and now I'm thinking I should have totally done that. No, no, that's different. Oh, that's different? <laughs> that, okay. That okay. kills <laughs> you for sure. The problem, though, with those stories is, like, they could easily exist, but you hear it, and you're like, oh, my God. But you don't think you're like, oh, wait. Millions of people do millions of hits of acid every. You know what I mean? Like I thought, I seriously, as a kid, you don't hear like bad a, a teenager much. thought that like one in ten people who did acid had a bad trip. That's like those were my ra- rationales in my head. Mushrooms, you could never have a bad trip, so I would do as many mushrooms as possible. You've never had a bad mushroom trip. I mean, I've had like a scary mushroom trip, which I guess you would call a bad trip, but I learned a lot from it. It was the experience, though, not the mushrooms. It was crazy. But now that I think about it, I think, and I might have said this last week, um, we did mushroom tea, and I didn't make the tea, and now I'm thinking that it, it was a long story. We ended up at like these older dudes' house, and where we bought the mushrooms from, yeah, and they did made the tea for us and then they started trying to like trip us out and shit which totally fucked me up but i'm thinking they put way more mushrooms into our tea than i and thought you, and you were way more fearless at this time oh of course you would just drink whatever you know mm-hmm. and then you eat the mushrooms at the bottom of the oh, tea bleh. which bleh. sends you to a whole other yeah but i can as much as anyone but i think they threw like a couple extra grams in there into that tea they the New World Order? No, these guys who we ended up... Were you not part of the conversation? The older kids. Yeah, the older kids, exactly. They. Because I was so fucked up. First of all, they were trying to trip us out, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know what? I, it doesn't matter. I, I, think, I got all fucked hey, up. Hey, I, I might have been them. No, you weren't. You weren't them. It was Ryan Lee. Do you know oh, Ryan Lee? Oh, no, what? You're hanging out with those guys. That's well, heavy. That's who we went and bought the mushrooms that's from. That's heavy. And they were some serious mushrooms. Yeah, those guys like to do drugs. Oh, they like oh, no. to do drugs. Do drugs, but they know what drugs are doing, too. But he was like even... I'm sure he grew those mushrooms. I bet and he, he was probably too. experimenting back we'll then. Have to, we'll have to edit that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not editing. Forget out. that. Yeah. Do you feel like... Would you feel safer? Not that you're going to, but would you feel safer doing acid now or like 30 years ago? Now, because I think it's probably being made better. Mm-hmm. And also, I think now they were just trying to stop me from doing acid, but I'm still not going to do it. I know acid. you're not going to do it. I was just yeah. saying in yeah, yeah. general, yeah. like if you were 19 now... Or 20 now. I mean, it being cleaner now, I don't know that either. It's probably the, dirtier it, now. It's probably the source, though. Yeah, it's absolutely If you got the it source. from a guy in a nice shirt, you know, pleated pants, it'd be all right. But if the guy had no teeth and dirty hands. No, if I knew the guy was like the other way around. a chemist by day mm-hmm. and an acid dealer by night, I would be like, okay, let's do this. But if it's coming from like Kamar's friend, uh, Richard. That's what he's saying. I'm, so if you meet know. a guy, so if you meet a guy who's like, I work at DuPont all day. Here's the acid, and he's dressed like a, you know. No, but I mean DuPont. What's DuPont? Chemical factory. Oh, it's a chemical yeah. factory. Company, okay. okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. But I'd rather be a scientist than a salesman, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Oh, I'm just saying, he, he's dressed well because, you know, he works at DuPont. He makes a good living, and then if, he makes some acid. If he's time. an acid guy and he's a scientist, he should be wearing a white coat. That's where I got thrown off with okay. the fancy clothes. He they have to look lab like, jacket. They have to look like Beaker from the Muppets. I mean, That's, tell the story. Tell the, the story right. You know, I might need him at a bar or like in a library, maybe. 
library. Library. library there cover. you go. You could sell a lot of drugs yeah. in the library. University no library. That's not That's... true because that would that'd be all the heat. Because someone's at the library? Yeah, they'd be like, why are all these people at the library? No, but what I'm thinking is you'd go and you'd put the book at like crimes and misdemeanors, <laughs> wherever that is, you'd put the drugs there. And the I think you could do the... better than that. Like Ken Kesey, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's It depends how, how much drugs for how big the book has to be, but you see the money you put somewhere and then... What's the... Uh, th- sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that was a whole no, I like this. The, the, I, like, I like where you're Mary going Pranksters. Here. What book is that? Um, the Mary Pranks. Electric Kool-Aid acid oh, test. Yeah. That's acid. where it should go. It's just there's a whole bookshelf with just that book? <laughs> no, on no, it's just it's one just, book. Yeah, it's just know? one book, but it, the deal's always done in it. Okay, I like that. Because of Katrina, like paramilitary dolphins escaped. Yeah, that's hilarious. Paramilitary dolphins. Is there like a dolphin cartel? I just think that there's a missed opportunity or it's worse than we think, and that's why we don't hear about it. It's with the dolphins. It's worse than we think. Listen, guys, 10% of our ocean. There is all sorts of hanky shit going down there. There's probably a alien civilization, a dolphin civilization, and they're probably like warring factions. And we're up here with our thumbs up our ass. They're weaponized dolphins. But don't you think that should have been the first focus we had? Unless we know it's not possible. Besides space, everything is just talking to animals. Oh, talking now. I thought you were going to say going into the ocean. But no. yeah, talking to animals, sure. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be the breakthrough we're looking for? Well, what? What do you think that's going to happen if we can talk to the animals? I don't know, but definitely the way we're going. Well, we're we, te- hold on, we have. They've taught a gorilla sign language before. I mean, kind of. Very rudimentary. Okay, but I'm just saying that's the first step, is it not? Yeah, do but... Do you I, teach one animal yeah, sure. the closest to you? Um, but I don't think they could like... I think there's a difference between using language and being taught language. Okay, I agree. But I'm, you know, again, for baby steps. Like, yeah, you're not sure. just going to overnight be like, I mean, I guess you're looking at the X Factor but technology. He's just... talking about, like, are you talking about just all animals? Like, all you, you want to talk to the groundhogs. But I, I just I don't think their brains work like that. Each one you, know? you have to get in the lab. And <clears throat> when you have the breakthrough, it goes, what the fuck are you doing? Let me out of here. You can only talk to a dolphin because they're so fucking smart. Like that's, yeah, we're able to bridge that gap because they're so, I mean, they may be smarter than we are, uh, but they just may be like, fuck you. I'm angry. I got to go mate and then die. Like they're, 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 they have no insight. Yeah. They're so, well, it was more to talk. We were talking about, uh, last week, Foxes. violence. Oh, like, do we get rid of violence? And I said, well, it's always an animals. Like. Well, remember what Mike Tyson was saying about the foxes being the most cunning of all animals because mm-hmm. it has reason. There aren't many animals that have reason. That but like they say, we think the owl is some wise sort of thing, but it's just out there trying yeah. to kill yeah. mice. Like it might as well be the ultimate warrior. Or author's wives. Uh, when I think of owls, I think of also liking Nothing? lollipops. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the uh, staircase. Sorry, my yeah. bad, my bad. Were we were we talking about that last week? I thought no, you were talking. They, about they brought it up. Oh, they brought it up. That wasn't a fucking owl. Oh, Joe is now convinced. It was I know an owl. Joe is just like it's an owl. How it do was. You, how do you uh, explain micro uh, feathers in her hair? How do you explain that this guy's already been accused of pushing his neighbor's wife down a flight of stairs? No owl involved. And it doesn't have to be a push, eh? It could just be that, oh, pardon me. You can even give fair warning as you put your hip into them. I've listened to a couple of uh, cases where a guy takes his wife up to, like, some lookout. And she just happens to step 
on a faulty rock and do you know how many just wives, falls to her death. Do you know how many wives fall off of cruise ships? How a many? Lot. A, a lot, lot of wives. <laughs> yeah. It's because you realize you made a bad decision. Well, and you're in fucking, you're in the open sea. There's no investigation. The boat barely doubles no back. No cameras. You know that on the cruise That's ship. Just a horrible Those places are like a fucking floating. Dude, I saw the craziest video the other day. It's like a, it's not a great video. You can't see much, but this woman is being like, security's trying to grab her. They're on a cruise ship and she like breaks free of security and jumps off the side. What? Like, see you later, suckers. Yeah. And then she must have gotten sucked under. What's even crazier is the same guy posts a video like five hours later and it's an announcement over the PA where they're like, we've stopped the search. We're going to just continue on. Oh, no. That's it. Well, There's nothing you I'm, can do. I that's mean, what I'm that's saying. Is yeah. I think it would take like a kilometer for the boat to slow down. To turn poss- around. Maybe yeah. even more to possibly. Well, they, they have lifeboats they could send out. It's not like. There's nothing on the boat they could do. They lower them down. They send them out. But I mean, maybe they did that. We don't. I, listen, she's fucked. Those if it's a huge cruise ship, dude, it's like like you can't even stories. survive that fall. Let alone then getting. Did you ever see the footage of that guy? He's on the jet ski and he thinks he's being all cool. He like rides yeah, up to a jet ski and he's su- and he's yeah. so lucky that he oh, gets dude, out. He nearly got man. killed by but the like, propeller. Imagine how stupid you must think as that's happening. How dumb are you? Well, you know, you're just trying to have fun, and then you just realize, oh Dude, my, that's fuck. so dangerous. Like I you know can't, you're trying to have fun. You that's can't so jump dangerous. off the thing. Then you're dead for sure. You have to just fucking hit that throttle and hope for the best. But he was you know underwater. No, the guy's on a jet ski, and he's literally following like a a tanker, not a tanker, like an evergreen type of ship. I think it was like ship. a yacht, or oh no, I, I don't no, know. No, I think it's sure. like a big tanker. It's a huge ship, big wake. He's like two feet from the side of it. And eventually it's undertow just sucks him in the jet ski like and he's got a he's got like a GoPro on and it just sucks him under the ship. All you see is water for like And then a you can I'm pretty sure at some point you see the propeller like go by and it's fucking it's you're just right. like holy shit. And then shit. he fucking blasts out of it like, you know, luckily. Does he die? No. no he just he blasts out of it. Uh speaking of speaking of yachts, um they played at St. Bart's. Yeah. And they're saying a little little ding concert, but there's a hundreds of yachts. And the yachts are highly armed, have mercenaries on them. I forget what podcast I was talking, listening to, not talking about, but just talking about what you have to maintain if everything goes crazy for the um, hired mercenaries to placate you, you know? Well, you're still in charge. Like, after a while, there's like, fuck you. This is mine now. Mm. Like, if money means nothing... What do you have over this mercenary that they just don't kill you? And well, they want to get another job, and they don't no, want to no go to jail. No, society's crumbled. There are oh, no. Oh, I jo- see. Gotcha. That's why you have to have people working with you who you who love you. How long you can go for with hired help, so to speak? But Joe doesn't really need that. He can protect himself. So till it all goes awry. Joe is probably a great shot. You know he can use a bow. You know he can strangle you to death. You know he can kick you to death. I was going to say, worst case scenario, Joe's just going to leg kick his way through the apocalypse. Just he ha- chopping down deer. <laughs> if he has, it doesn't matter. Nothing will be safe from Joe's ha- that's fucking so funny. calf kick. That's how Joe hunts. Yeah, he's, he's given up calf kicking deer. <laughs> he's, he's given up on archery. Now he has to get right up to the deer so he can leg kick him. No, but that's it. He's so good at archery yeah. during the apocalypse. He's like, this is no it's longer. too easy. Yeah, I have to get up close. I want to strangle that motherfucker. Yeah. I bet you can have, like, kick. have whatever you want on a boat. 
Like if you bought the right gun or missile or yeah. rocket launcher from the right port. Oh, for sure. Dude, we, do you not remember that Simpsons it, episode oh, where they were like Simpsons. No, the Simpsons episode where they were like uh they had to have that famous fight out in open waters. Mike Tyson versus Seabiscuit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that is it Ali G or it may be uh, one of his later guys? It's a it's a later one. Bruno, one of not the Bruno. Craziest episodes uh, ever. Where he's convincing that it's, guy to buy America. the yacht. Oh, it's this is America. No, he goes to the high. He goes to the yacht salesman. This guy sells like super yachts to the wild rich. He's that Italian dude. Yeah, and he's like, I want a missile launcher. No, no, it's the... worse than that. He's like, let's say I wanted to transport like fifty oh, refugees. Yeah. <laughs> could the bo- could the boat fit fifty refugees? And he's like. Oh, for sure. There's definitely room for 50 refugees on there. And he's like, and what if I was like transporting like sex slaves, for example? He's like, yeah, I mean, whatever you need the boat for, like it's. They could probably breathe for like 13 hours if you get there fast. No, this guy didn't give a shit. He was like, I want to put a, you know, a missile launcher. We can do that. I want to put fucking fake doors everywhere so nobody can see where I'm hiding people. They brought footage from that show to the FBI about a child pedophile ring. And Mm -hmm. the FBI did nothing about it. Really? Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. They were probably running that ring. Was just... <laughs> it's such a different level. It's another dimension. Because even rich people or relatively rich people, do you have a boat? Well, no, that costs too much. Like a boat, let alone a yacht. Yeah. Because all you could buy watches. They could be an asset. Even a sports car, like crazy purchases. But the boat is the one thing where you got to like. Well, I saw a meme the other day. It was like. For it. I saw this meme the other day. It was like when a millionaire meets a billionaire. And there's like, there's a yacht that you would be very happy with. And then behind it is the yacht you could pull that yacht into the back of. You know the what I mean? The Jeff Bezos yacht yeah. where you got to move bridges to fucking pull it out. And these guys have been through it all. The Black Keys, that is. Sort of like when we talk about having one foot in. In both worlds, yeah. Um, technology and before technology, they have like having shit and like at the gold standard of smoking a joint with Rihanna. Just a little, you know. Paul McCartney once told me never to drop a name. Um, Dude, I it's crazy because it, I saw like a video the other day where Ali G, speaking of, um, he's like, yeah, I was at a party and I was sitting with Bono and uh, Noel Gallagher. And it's just like, that's so fucking weird that like, imagine you're just one day, you're just some guy. I do. I do imagine all the time. <laughs> and I, I imagine we fucking it up. Uh, sorry, keep going. Lead in gas made us stupid. Well, we've talked about that. We've but maybe about that we should bunch. bring lead back into gas. This guy's hilarious. And we want to go back to that dumber. Things didn't matter as much. Maybe that's what the wokeness and overreaction and cancel culture is from. Cleaner gas. I don't know. Just putting that out there. Out of all the things that it could possibly be, you want to bring back something we know is really detrimental to and us. And you think that it will kill cancel culture. I love this. Most interesting fact bring for me in this back. podcast was when they were talking about asbestos. asbestos. Asbestos? And you've seen it. I have it in my basement. And when you Really? Yeah. When you, But it's, it's fine as long as it sits there as if it gets disturbed right away, then it's bad. Bring them in the dust. Yeah. But you see it everywhere. You're like, is this really happening? Yeah. Like, is this still here? Because you thought... That all asbestos, asbestos had been eradicated, but they just don't use it now. Mm-hmm. And no, but I mean, if you've ever sold or bought a house, Kamar, you know that's something that comes up. You know what I mean? And it, I, I what well, is interesting to me is I was born in an asbestos mine. Asbestos. Asbestos. Mine. It sounds I love like a Simon's, Johnny Cash song. Is I was true? just gonna say I love Kamar's like, uh, like <laughs> just like Timmy the Orphan story, like. 
I was born in a salt mine with no dad. Like, I gave it to him this time. Mine. I didn't even if, fight it. If if if, if uh, you're an asbestos child, correct. It sounds amazing. It's I, like a crack if, baby. Yeah. If I just could learn how to pronounce asbestos. Yeah, you got it that time. I was born in as, asbestos mine. You're there. That's knocked my claim to fame. Knocked it out of the park. Like I don't know. And I made it so f- asbestos can't be that bad. Don't forget to talk about Tom DeLonge. Eh? As a baby. Yeah. Jerky Boys. Incredible. Love the Jerky Boys. Dude, I listened to Love one. Love the Jerky Boys. Still holds up today. I listened to one two weeks ago. And it, yeah, it still holds up. Yep. Fucking incredible. Yep. They are just, it's never not funny to prank call somebody. You know, it's timeless. Because yeah. it is a early troll. Yeah, but I it was mean, a harmless yay, troll for the most yay part. And nay. Some trolls can be harmless. Some trolls are very annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's in the troll family. It's in the troll family. I'll give you that, Kay. Hold it's, on. You know what? I'll say this. It's like an elf. Trolling now versus then. A dwarf. Like then you would you probably wouldn't repeat prank call the same person over and over again. Whereas now trolling is like I'm gonna concentrate on this person for a like a long time. They're totally different. One of the keys to the prank call, which I mean, he's still doing it. He said, like, he, yeah, he goes to hotel rooms. Yeah, is that's call, weird. Is the call display? But uh, as I was saying, I, he was calling from a hotel, so maybe you get a call from a hotel. You think, whoa, fancy dancy or whatever. Okay. Otherwise, you they know to call you. That back. is not what I think when I somebody if a hotel were to appear on my phone. You Sh- call back, yes, fancy. sir. My my fancy fridge schmancy. my fridge is running. Thank you. Grey Poupon, you say? <laughs> they brought up the topic of them. Uh, what is selling out music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he reversed me. Yeah, Uno um, reverse. But as as we thought about saying before, <laughs> that their music is in tons of commercials. Yeah, all and, of them. And and we as kids thought there was something wrong with selling out. And they were like, no, we, we heard that too, but you want to sell out. Yeah. How about the California raisins? Well, that was an example <laughs> of the that ruined it. And I think as a kid, I just thought it was rad. Like I did not even think of, except for maybe. Oh, we had that great California raisins. Well, are they racist talk? The Shit. artists, the artists. Yeah. R.I.P. Fuck. <laughs> Lost to the Did ego. the artists No, I mean, it's coming right now, man. For all that California raisin? We were working organically towards it. Well, they brought up Burt Baccarat. Was that in this one or another nope, one? No, that's, oh, that's, that's later. Top two, that's later, top yeah. Two podcasts of all the people to fucking bring up. It was so weird. Anyways. But, but, but they were also talking about having a manager who's like, yeah, I, I declined that $100,000. Like, what? You, you what? Because there is no selling out. And then your manager's like, I'll protect your image. But as we know, there is no image to protect. You, can, you know, Travis Scott is selling a cheeseburger at McDonald's. At some point. Yeah, but. Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. No, it's, I was just going to say, at some point, musicians got together and must have been like, listen, we're all going to do this now, and then nobody's going to be able to say shit. You know? We're just going to bombard advertising. That's what we do. Yeah, but it's a weird... No, it's me. I, oh, sorry. The weird flex to me is like, you. once you get to a certain level, you can really be picky and choosy, and the money's going to come no matter what. So I, like, I understand why you'd turn down a Mayo ad. But I, I like no think, matter what the money was like. I oh, think I get. Yeah, sorry. They were talking about all these artists are selling like music. People say music aren't worth anything yet. All these artists are selling their catalogs uh, for half a billion dollars, and then you will see 
these songs in ads and, oh, yeah. and rightfully they'll I, cost money but i guess when streaming came along too like the shit you know it changed the value of the music so if they could now get that value some other way they, you still pay for the rights to play something no that's what i'm saying you get you the musician gets their money there because they're not getting it from album sales anymore and they're certainly not getting it from spotify or you know keep in mind too like the the algos running on music copyright are fucking insane versus anything else it's on it like the like the music industry chases copyright Lockdown. like no fucking other they go after everything that you have to be so fucking careful that's why i almost went back uh, I... No, let's not. <laughs> uh, speaking of Spotify, uh, they were talking about the Bruce Springsteen Obama podcast. Yeah, so they they only got twenty five million dollars for like twelve episodes. Who did that? Why would you say only? <laughs> I'm being facetious. Okay, sorry. He had a podcast. Barack Obama and Bruce, and Bruce together. together. Yeah, Barack and Bruce. Yeah, that's what it was called. No, what was it really called? Rowboat Lover. Rowboat Lover. Yeah. I don't know what it was called. No, You're I lying. don't know what. Why? What does that even mean? <laughs> I, was just, I was like, is that a Bruce dude? I just did like a blitz, song? mash some words I was together. Hung up on the twenty-five million for a podcast. That oh, I mean, nowhere. that's crazy. <laughs> but dumb. what the fuck were those two doing together? Dude, I saw someone the Talk other day. What an odd successful. couple. I guess. Sure. Well, it's not on anymore. I saw one the other day. Wendy Williams wants to start a podcast, and she's looking for a Joe Rogan type deal. Are you fucking? People are just going after it now. Wendy Williams. Yeah. Okay. As you know, back to the sellout thing, it's like Bad Baby. If you saw Bad Baby, you're like, oh, well, she's going to be an embarrassment the rest of her life. No. No. She's, it's, it's, you judge, you're right. I'm sure there's decisions you go along the way where you buy a chicken restaurant and it ruins you as you come up to exploit yourself. But for the most part, it's what people do. Manual Norega playlist. That was weird. They, not a bad playlist. It was, no, the songs were good. Like it, 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 there must have been some noise. But I was thinking, how much did the music companies pay or charge the military for using that music? It's a good question. Probably nothing. Just gave, oh, yeah, you want to torch this guy? Please, use Billy Joel. Who did they use? Nickelback? No, they weren't around back then. I don't even think it was Nickelback. But they, it was Led, Led Zeppelin. I think a Bob Seger song. Everyone was Bob Seger. They play everything but night moves. What do you think they play now? What's the most annoying song in the world that would drive somebody crazy if you heard it? Baby Shark. Times? That's a good one. I'm Too Sexy, maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Or no, Barbie. You know that one? I'm that's a, a Barbie That's a girl. fucking annoying song. Aqua. Uh, I want to uh, protest where you talked about the golf tee in the mouth. So guys would put golf tees in their mouth and then get heavy metals, yeah. But that's not how it works. Like you put a golf tee out of the bag or whatever. I guess if you pick one off the ground. What do you mean that's not how it works? You still would never put a you put a golf tee in your mouth. Yeah. Then put it on the ground. Yeah. And then destroy it. No, you might hit your shot and yeah. the tee survives yeah. and you pick it up and you put it in your mouth. No one no one does that. But what? It, no one does that enough for it to be like a thing. Apparently they did. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily believe that How story. How many times either, do you remember having a golf tee in your mouth? I always had a cigarette in my mouth, yeah. so it didn't apply. But I guess no, some people he put kept golf the tees golf tee in, in his anus. No, obviously, no one where puts it's used golf tees in their mouth. Okay, uh, you cannot say that. They put them in their pocket. Okay, 
well, fine. Then they got fucking testicular cancer from having it close to their balls. There you you feel go. better now? Yeah, I do. I actually personally feel much better. Perfect. Let's Thanks, move Simon. on. <laughs> we got to actually move on. Actually, wait. Do you want to do Hotep? No, next? first we have to talk okay, about um, Tom DeLong. Sorry. Oh, Tom yeah. DeLong. He talked about running into Jeez, Tom DeLong. Louise. And a crazy story. What was the story? Oh, the blackout, which was very interesting. 19... The blackout was caused by the UFO was getting it? shot down by they. It was 2003. And that reached us as well, Matt? Yeah. Montreal. It was... See, that's crazy. It was everywhere. It was the whole eastern seaboard. And the fact that that came from Tom DeLong, I actually put more credit into it because it's like you're hearing it firsthand from a guy who may have firsthand information. He also said he thinks they're watching all the time and are just cloaked. Well, I, I can't. I don't know about Didn't that. Didn't we have a big looting spree during that blackout? Yes, Ottawa had the most looting per capita. Dude, Kamar has so much information this week. It's yeah, crazy. He's, he's on top of it. On top of it. <laughs> um, but wait, Tom DeLong. So Joe will not give him any fucking kudos at all, ever. Like, even this long removed, where one way or another, even if he was being used as a pawn by the government, or he actually was getting good information... Joe can say one of those two things. You know what I mean? He yep. doesn't have to just fucking saying this guy's a kook. It seems like he's distancing himself. It, it's very arrogant. Like one way or another, we don't know shit, which then leads me to think that maybe Joe thinks he or does know shit. Like possibly Mike Baker told him something that he's just bought into hook, line and sinker. Or maybe Joe heard from somebody else about like the credibility of what everybody is seeing. But even if that's the case, there are so many sightings. Some of them are going to be the government. That's going to be, yeah. it's going to be our government, other countries' governments. Some of that's going to play into it. There are all, if you believe that we're not the only things in the universe, then there are going to be other things as well. And listen, I'm hearing you, so on. much stuff about the ocean right now, dude. Um, all the action that goes down in the ocean. All the things we don't know about. There's more things going on in the ocean than in the air. Think about that. We have no idea. Things are, are happening down there that we have zero idea about. What we're seeing in the air is like, because that's not where they spend most of their time. Have you seen 2022, that terrible John Cusack movie? 2022 i'm sure i have there's or is a it natural 2010? disaster is that where he rides a limousine over yeah yeah yes it's a natural disaster one. yes yeah. it is yeah you sometimes remind me right there you reminded me of the woody harrelson character who's like living in an rv eating pickles doing his like pirate radio podcast i don't know if i take that as a compliment i just picture you on insult. like i picture you on a little dinghy in the ocean like this is simon reporting live from the atlantic Anyways, yeah, so, but Joe has to, like, one way or another. He's got to address the Yeah, address it and then become a guy who either is going to support new things happening or is going to be against, but we can still talk about it. It doesn't have to be just a dead topic. You no, know, he really talks better of other guests on the it's show that he does, Tom DeLong. Um, and I think he absolutely, one way or another, even if Tom was being used by the government unknowingly, he owes Tom an apology, period. Period and a that. sentence. I agree with that. Or just or just speak nicer of him. No, at some point he should be like, you know what? This guy 
as crazy as it may sound, was a conduit to make some of this disclosure yeah, treat him like happen. Alex Jones. Like Alex Jones says more than he's Ooh, wrong. Oh, how about that, eh? In um, the show, we never talked about this, but Schaub said in his episode he oh, ran into uh, Alex Jones in the green room. Yep. That means Joe, unless Alex Jones was just there visiting, Joe, they have a banked Joe has a banked episode of Alex Jones. That is like amazing. What the fuck? Why aren't we getting it, Joe? You're self censoring. Oh, yeah, well, if if he was just he could have been just meeting him there to go for dinner. If, if there's one in the can, as you uh, think there could be. Mm -hmm. um, they said uh, Johnny Depp was winning public opinion. They all sort of agreed through the, the press, whatever, the court. The, the press? Is that what you were? Yeah, but uh, on SNL, they made fun of Johnny. And she wasn't in the skit. Well, I mean, Johnny is still very funny. Like, when they're... How did they make fun of him, Kumar? I'm sorry. Uh, they just... Made fun of how he talked. And yeah. So the judge was like, let's have a party. And well, like, that is really funny. The way he talks is just like. They reenacted her doggy do, but she wasn't in in it. She wasn't a character. Did did they talk about the Cokes, Norton? I no, mean, listen. No, exactly, exactly, no, she wasn't mentioned. I'm, I'm with Kamar. That's fucked. That they don't mention her? Listen, I have no problem with them making fun of Johnny Depp. That's great. You should. Yeah. The trial is That's hilarious. What I mean. it's hilarious. Everything is yeah. great. But for you not to include her batshit crazy ass. Yeah, why are they not in including the That's what I'm saying. That doesn't well, make any sense. What's Twitter saying? I don't know. Oh. I, 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 it just <laughs> what's black to me. Twitter saying? I watched it this morning. And you got into that uh, whole, oh, we're moving on? Where's the we're dog? moving on. Did can you, you let him? him outside? Well, can you see him? Yeah. There's actually a couple of things we'll have to do in the post, Joe. I just, when Dan Auerbach did speak up, he said, yeah, I rented my son a Lamborghini. Here, I think he's like 21, like time of his life. And he goes, how old is he? Six. Yeah. That was his big contribution to the show. And, and lastly, when he talked about everyone's scared of Russian hyper missiles, like I think we spend like 10 times what any of these countries spend and we have better stuff than which led into the discussion about missiles being yeah for like sure mike baker could have piped in or he's got to say yeah pretend like we don't have the weapons russia has but toe the line because if they have hypersonic then we have super hypersonic and if they have a fucking tic-tac that can defy gravity then we must have a thing that opens up portals to go to other dimensions like that's what kind of one-upsmanship has been going on since Dude, think about it. They fucking faked a moon landing just to one-up Russia. Boom. Look at their military budget. And they, they don't want to give their citizens free health care because their military budget is Well, Matt, they need a Space staggering. Force. Like, anyway. Space Force is hilarious. Did you guys watch that? I, it really I, is a funny got canceled. show. Did it? Yep. It was Did too it really? true. It was too real. Weird. Too good. Too real. All right. Well, let's rate this one. We got to move yep. on. I'm very sorry. I actually give this one a three and a half. I give it oh. a four. I loved it. Who's the middle one? Hotep. And then. It's Gad Sad, Hotep. Oh, and then fuck. Christina then P. I have to give this one a three. According to this logic of a two, yeah. I got to give this one a three. He's just a nerdy know-it-all. Like, and they're just a cool band down to earth. Like, I mean, I gave these guys a five. I don't the first even know if the first time they were on. I like, I like what yeah. these guys are on. No, it's it a good. Fun. It was absolutely fun. Listen, they have interesting topics. They're not boring at all. They're down to earth guys. Oh, like, that's right. Matt gave these guys a yeah. five. They have a nice bias towards that's the show. crazy. Because he listens. Like you said, though, I love that they have a foot in like 
They play. They still play shitty little. Oh, we didn't even get into that. We'll, we'll, but you know we'll what I mean. They still play the shitty show. little bars. Where at the it. same time they're doing Saint Bart's New Year's Eve. Like, yeah, they they really great guys. Can't hate them. As people, they're fives. This episode gets a yeah. You know what? I'll I give it a four. There you go. I'm with you, Kamar Simon. You gave it a three, right? Uh, sorry, I'm just doing some mouth here. I'm out. Oh, he's well, car- carrying. We don't have one. that long, Simon. Uh, yeah, no, I have. I give this one a three. A three. Okay, let's move on. Are we gonna do Gad Sad or Hotep? Which one will be shorter? Gad Sad. Eighteen sixteen. Gad Sad. Okay. And I'm gonna start. I'll start. Let me jump this off please. if you don't mind. His whole "I had to pay taxes on my book" thing might have been, might have been, <laughs> it might have been one of the most ridiculous hot takes I've ever heard in eighteen hundred episodes of Joe Rogan. And we've heard some some wild takes. We heard people say that AIDS didn't exist. We Dude, heard that. I've heard, uh... I've heard everything. And this one was truly like my jaw was on the floor. Like, listen, I understand people that are like pissed about high taxes. I, Simon and I were talking about it. For him to be in that tax bracket, he made the highest echelon of money. Yeah. But so, and that's his half is still and a that, big half. And I said, I'm not okay. I get that. I said to Matt, um, it, that doesn't even bother me. I get it. People make money. They don't want to pay taxes. Yeah, I'm fine I, with that. Yeah. Fine. I understand your You stance. get an accountant who's going to find the loopholes for you. That's what rich people do. He's a rich person. <laughs> the idea that your ideas aren't included in the same tax bracket as somebody who's flipping burgers. Like, Dude, this guy's living on a totally different planet, like the Gad Sad universe, you know? I think it's the fact that it's the thing. But that's everyone, dude. Like, do you know what I mean? That everything comes from ideas. Yeah. Like, not just and authors. Depending where you live, you have to pay more for the money you make for your ideas. No, he has to pay more because he's in a higher tax bracket. Yeah. He wouldn't have to pay that much if he was a struggling artist. But if you lived in Texas, you'd have to pay way less. Okay. Hold on. But he's rich enough to move. That's not what we're... He can go wherever the fuck he wants. And he lives lives in in Quebec, Quebec, which is the most dictatorial... Like, the rest of Canada is not like that. I agree with him. That is a crazy fucking place. The provincial and the federal tax is just a... a, it's, It's hard. Right. If you make a lot of money at something, but you think just in general in life, it wasn't just the sales of that book. No, he's talking about his intellectual property cannot be taxed. And what I'm saying is that's everybody who does something other than like drive a bus. Even then, that may be the idea of a fucking route you're going to take. I don't know. It wasn't enough to describe uh, Canada as a communist country. Listen, it's the- totally unreasonable. Oh, it's insane. Look, if you don't believe in taxes, that's a whole other thing. If you want to have that argument, I- I'm okay with that. But if we are paying taxes, then I'm sorry. Your book gets taxed just like yeah. him who fucking has a podcast or whatever, you know? Yeah, Kamar, this podcast is all just our ideas floating around. I don't. Th- I still think we should pay taxes on the I money don't. we make. I, don't I, I know you don't. And well, that's listen, an argument on. I'm willing to have, but that's not the argument Gadsad was saying. He was saying, you cannot tax my ideas. I'm too fucking whatever. Kamar. I'm Gad. Gad. <laughs> Kamar, if you want to sit here and have an argument about, I think government is too bloated and my tax money isn't going to the right stuff, that's Agreed. a totally, totally separate argument. I'm on your side of that. I'm on his side of that. I agree with that. I'm still like, I still think you pay taxes when you write a book. It's just like, I don't understand it, this it, loophole it he's creating. It should be that uh, to any creator, like you pay taxes, but you get one thing 
that you decide is your no. I your totally opus, disagree. And that doesn't get taxed, and everything else you do does. No, that's interesting. You then, you gotta, then you got to then you got to decide. It might not be your first thing that's good. It may be your second yeah. thing, but you wasted it on your first yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now yeah. you're yeah. fucked Just on the, the second. artist exemption <laughs> along the way. You didn't mention that though. Like what are the like Simon said? You get a good accountant. I bet this guy got a grant. And again, if you are a struggling artist, yeah. It, you're not going to pay that same tax he's paying. He's paying that because he's rich. Yeah, I know. He, he made makes, it sound he, a lot worse than it did. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking well, he tenured professor. To, he was trying to make Canada sound worse than it is. Look, I, I get it. We're, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not going to sit any, here and be like everything by is By any means, but there are just as many problems in the United States where you have the, the amendments to protect whatever as there are up here without it. Like... Hold on, I'll put it to you. Very Just because you have free speech, you have... Sorry, go ahead. It's very simple. If you walked up to a Canadian who's lived here for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, who previously lived under a communist regime, if you asked that person, do you feel like, like Canada is a communist country? I bet one out of 99 would say yes, if that, right? They don't complain about taxes? What do you mean? I don't... Taxes that, are that, not... Is a, that what you're saying? No, complaining about taxes is a separate thing. It doesn't make... Do you think taxes make you a communist country? I think lots of Canadian artists leave Canada and become citizens somewhere else, and American artists leave America like to evade taxes. Well, sure, that would make sense if that was your only source of income. Yeah. But Listen, come on. This guy has. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Hold on. You're missing the point. I he think. could. There's nothing. You. Uh, there's nothing stopping Gad Sad from moving to Puerto Rico or Guam or one of these fucking tax havens. Nothing, there's nothing stopping him. Puerto Rico. Oh wait, the thing that's stopping him is his super lucrative tenure job tenure. at Concordia. So like this guy makes a ton of money. I and get his it. wife probably works in Canada and like, you know, Listen, my mom, go live somewhere else. My mom told me her tax bill this year. It crippled me here. Yeah, like I was like, that's anyway. a fucking insane number. But then I looked at her and I was like, that also means you made a shitload of money. and. But yeah, like you said too. Hold and on. we also have uh, paid for medicine. Like we yeah, we pay it. more because of dental suit. again. I want to say this: the government is bloated as fuck. A lot of the money Agreed. from ta a lot of money from your taxes does not go to the services and stuff you'd like. I, I I'm totally with that. I agree with all that. That and does allow and to he should about taxes, but he, he made it way worse than it is. He should have said. And what I could have got behind is I don't like where my taxes go. Mm -hmm. I think our government is inept, yeah. but like you can't not pay taxes because then who's what's going to happen? Well, w w if what he says is true, the government got more than he got for what he did. Right. When you when you put in the the benefits of society that we get yeah. for that, I make a I make a billion out. dollars, and the government gets to take half of it. I get it; it's Plus outrageous. What? But at the same time, you still have half a billion dollars. You do, but if you don't have, if you have, I think if if you have made ten thousand dollars, it would be the same tax bracket. Of course no, not. God no. This not is what we're saying. Close. That's what I'm saying. Like you, if you came up with an idea right now to make you rich and famous. Well, I mean, but then you'll become rich, so you'll be in that tax bracket. Your first little thing, you're not going to pay a lot of tax on it because you're just a person. So what you're, the point is he was disingenuous in the way he described being taxed on his intellectual property. I mean, do you know what I'm going to well, say, that, too? And it seems like a weird thing to me. It's a weird flex, too. He lives in Montreal. Like, Canadian cities are clean as fuck. Montreal is a massive metropolis. 
It's very well kept. It's got like he's he's someone who could drive around his city and go. I can actually see that my tax dollars are doing something. I Hold mean, on. Montreal's a really bad example because <laughs> their infrastructure okay, is no, no, horrible on, on, and it's all built by the mob on, on. and they're constantly having people crushed by bridges. Hold on. Hold on. If you go there right now, they're rebuilding all the fucking highway. Like the the entire highway has been rebuilt. I get it. Their potholes are terrible. Any Canadian city with a terrible freeze thaw has our our fucking streets are trash. I, no, it's not the streets. It's their bridges falling apart onto cars okay, and sure. stuff. <laughs> but that happens everywhere. Well, no, they they're especially well, because yeah. they did hire mob. Yeah, I know. To I've, build I've read the city. All about it. I understand. Let's go around Canada. We won't right now, but just see where if there's different tax brackets and there, there are Calgary sure. as different. So yeah. Let's just move on. Like, let's move be on. Better. Good. But I'm, even then, but hold on, you brought up a good point. Joe didn't like California where his tax money was going yeah. or how much he was paying in taxes. Guess what he did as a rich person. He got up and left. God is, says he's moving to Austin, but I don't think he is. I think he's in love with Montreal with good reason. Cause Montreal, especially if you have means is a wonderful city and <laughs> walking out his cafe. I, I, just, I don't disagree with everything God says. I just don't like God. No, I agree with you. I, I don't, don't disagree, I don't disagree with everything he said. said. Yeah. I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. At all. He's, I, he seems like a real know-it-all. But he's not that bad because I thought he was insufferable when he was 85 pounds overweight. And he lost the weight and he's still the same insufferable. No, yeah. but good for you, God. At least we can, yeah, you know, him. applaud your weight loss. You it did not you make you more taller. He didn't make him shed any of the douche. insufferableness. Uh, he, it didn't make him any more of a douche. But um, one of the telltale moments make him was any less of a douche. When he was talking about... Yeah, thanks. So that's what I've done to get here. Is created satire and then sit back and watch it happen. And he goes, "Well, what do you print you now?" I was like, "Well, nothing at the moment." So he sort of, he sort of, the the well hath run dry for Godson. And I think his, his new book, which he was here to sell, is about things that you can do to have a good life. Look, at one so point, no bad intention. At one point, and he thought he was telling like an endearing story, but to me, it came off as like this is who Godson is. When he was telling the story about uh, the PhD student who gave him the warning, like, listen, the girl that's coming to dinner, um, yeah, yeah, she's in feminine studies and stuff, you know. And he was like, I understood what he was saying. He was saying, be on your best behavior. It's more my night. So let's just chill. And then he's like, but I knew right away I couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you couldn't sit through one dinner for this guy without Sounds like poking. a Jordan Peterson, like. I get it. What you're saying is probably correct, but you don't need a fucking. Yeah, you don't need to have his ruin my dinner. You don't need to ruin my dinner party. Yeah, you ruin my birthday celebration, yeah. so you could make a point to this feminist. Like it does. I, and again, I agree with everything he's saying. I'm not. I'm not saying like this as guy's, an evolutionary biologist, but he's now gotten out of his lane. He shouldn't be talking about Johnny. He should be talking about. He should be talking about new developments or research in evolution biology they've come across and observed that explain these things but he's just jumped on the bandwagon he he stated that he spots these trends three plus years in advance always yeah tell me the next ones where are those why have, are we talking about no your diet why are we talking about fucking anything but that I got to say, though, it was really interesting that Joe in this episode, when Gadsad was describing that feminist at dinner, all her ideas, Joe was like, oh, disgusting. It wasn't. A and feminist. then hold on, hold on. Hotep Jesus in the next episode is like, Joe, my theory is that we're actually like we're living in water. And Joe's like, 
oh yeah tell me more about that i'm like this is the same bullshit this feminist was fucking no you're making a mistake and calling her a feminist it was a uh she was a post postmodernist feminist studies but the postmodernist like yeah i know that was feminists believe in gender and stuff like like it gets she was both i'm telling you she she was a feminist but she's also a postmodernist yeah i get it and she wouldn't I think take the same crazy positions she did, like saying, what is East? What is West as a feminist? But it's the, it's the end. Yeah, I understand. You see that, the yeah, I get it. P talks about it as well. Whatever. Um, the, he said, one of her friends, he said, what they're talking about free speech and what is truth? What is absolute truth? What is, you know, the logical truth? If you're saving those feelings. And he said, well, we have someone who broke the truth. And I think he was talking Sam about Harris. Sam Harris. Okay. Yeah. We have an agreement. Who broke the truth? He yeah, when Sam, Sam Harris Sam Harris was happy that Trump got thrown off Twitter. Oh, really? Well, because he was very unhappy about January sixth. Well, too bad. I mean, too bad for who? Sam Harris? Yeah, fucking right for Sam Harris. What do you mean, fuck? I don't get it. I mean, like you're a grown man. You want? He's. I thought he was an advocate of free speech. Yeah, I think that's what Gadsad was saying. That's so, the that's lie Gad he told Oh, to. the inciting the violence was his problem, whether Trump incited violence or not. It was an ethical He's lie. He's decided that. Well, no, but that is pretty much everybody's line, right? Like for free speech, you're okay with free speech unless you're inciting course, violence, yes, at yes. which point well, that is the your line free, where speech free speech is, is drawn. Okay, so yes. if that's line, just, just to take Diablo Avocado for a second. So Sam Harris's position was that's the line. And I believe that Trump, Incited, as the president of the United States. Uh, and maybe he said by silence, he also incited, but you know what I mean? Like instead of getting up and diffusing the situation, yeah. he did nothing. Yeah. He actually threw fuel on the fire. Mm-hmm. Not enough to, I think, to no, start think any sort of riot. I think he applauded censorship. But again, it's is that applauding censorship? If Like I never really looked at it that way with Being Trump. I just thought happen. they were getting rid of him because... They didn't like him, and that was their prerogative. But if you're just placing it on January 6th, yeah. and you believe that he incited violence that day, that is the reason. That's the, the one line. The question is this, though, is did he incite violence using Twitter? Because if he didn't incite violence using Twitter, why would Twitter get involved? Right. Just in case Correct? he Ex- does something. Well, I'm just saying, though, but I'm just saying, because there's a big difference in my opinion. If he tweeted out, I think you should all storm the Capitol using Twitter then I think Twitter has a pretty strong case as a publicly traded corporation to potentially ban him. Right, right? but... Hold on, I wasn't done. Just real quick. Not permanently. Here's where here's where my issue is. You can't... A permanent ban is... We don't even... Like, when we send people to jail for murder, there's usually like... Listen, in 25 years, we'll give you a parole hearing. Like, to ban someone permanently... Like, I get it. If someone does something egregious, maybe six months, a year... If you incite violence against another person, shouldn't that, like, that's a, a crime. Okay, what? and guess what? You wouldn't go to jail for life for that. Yeah, think about spray painting something as a crime or breaking a window as no, a no, crime. No, 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 I understand. Or robbery is a crime. Let's just look at Trump for a second. If okay. he was on there inciting violence, yes, okay? Yes. Let's say he really did go on to Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what he did. And uh-huh. he said, true patriots, let's storm the Capitol. Yeah. So he's incited violence for yeah. that day. Yeah. You figure six months from now, just let him back on. Like, I think they have to make a call at that point, right? Like, but again, let me if ask you're you the a question. white supremacist. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Permanent ban. You believe forever. I don't know. I don't know. I like for anything else, I'd say no. But trying to get other people hurt, that's where you got to 
draw the line, I guess, right? No one died that day, correct? Is that the... No, two people died, but not directly because yeah, of any... Not directly. One had it was like, like a someone heart had a heart attack. attack two buildings over from watching? Because that doesn't really count in my opinion. <laughs> again, I don't, I don't know that much. Again, it doesn't have to be the result because we know from lots of cases I understand attempted it, murder. I understand it doesn't stuff. have to be, but like, let's say five cops died okay. that day or five, you know, whoever fucking guards the place sure. died that day. I think then it's a very different... Okay, so if there's a body count, then he's bad. Oh no, that for woman life. died. That woman got shot by the member through the door. Yeah, she got shot. Okay, that definitely. So happened. is one death enough to keep him banned for ten years, or like I, I just where do you draw the line? Exactly. At that point, you know exactly. Okay, where do I don't. I don't know either. I'm not saying I agree. No, you're or asking, and yeah. now you're you've covered. How about this? Let me ask both of you this: Do you think had those people found? an AOC or a Nancy Pelosi, do you think there would have been real violence? Or do you think it would have I just been- I don't think so. I don't think so. Listen, uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. When you're that one guy who was 18 FBI agents convince you that you're doing the right thing, do I think that somebody like that is capable of- Of course, you know what I mean? So if the guys who found AOC were some weird like- guys who are being influenced by the CIA or something. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the they one, could have found the her and one killed person her. person that did die was shot by a secret service. I told you that, yeah. It was through the door. Remember, exactly. they said back up, back up, and then she went forward and they shot her. Listen, most of the people who broke through there were probably just caught up in the yeah, fact the mob that mentality, this happened. Sure. Some of that's the, why I'm asking. Some of those people were bad apples, and some of them were probably, like I said, being convinced to do something that they didn't even understand. So again, I go back to it like this, Simon. If if a court of law wouldn't find you guilty of something, is a permanent ban the answer? Well, if he's not found guilty by a court of law, I guess you're right. Did Trump end up going and they proved that? But he even was then, let's say let's say a court does find him guilty, and like let's say they sentence him to. I'm just again, these are all. Let's say they sentence him to six months probation because he's a former president. Again. Is a lifetime ban the answer? I, I don't know, man. If you're a... Um, they take it back to the um, the Jewish people who let the neo-Nazis have a say. Yeah. They were cool with that because everybody should be able to speak their mind. But I assume that if those same people were saying, you know, go down to Fifth Avenue mm -hmm. and kill these Jews, mm -hmm. that they wouldn't have the same opinion. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I agree. So I don't know. I think if you incite violence on somebody to that degree where they can prove that you are actually trying to get people hurt, yeah, I think you should probably be banned from Twitter for life. If that's their fucking rule, then... I'm just saying, I think, like, again, I think if we really want to make Twitter, if Twitter is actually, and I don't think it is, if Twitter is actually the town square and we're trying to make it a better place, I don't think a permanent ban ever helps. And just hear me out. I think, like, I think there should be bans because... If you go back and look at the early days of Reddit, it was terrible. It was 4chan, 8chan. Like. Terrible for what? Feelings? Well, listen, Kamar, if you actually want a town square, <laughs> you don't want it to be filled with crackheads shooting up. You want it to be a place where people can go and voice their opinion, correct? But, uh, the, crackheads are there, the, crackheads. but the crackheads are there, are allowed to be there. Yeah, I, okay, but my point is... is do you want them around do you want it, it? Do you want the town square to be a full-blown crack den, or do you want it to be... A park where there happens to be a crackhead in the corner. He wants it to be New Amsterdam. Hamsterdam. Is that what it was? Yeah, Amsterdam. Amsterdam yeah. 
But in this case, uh, crackhead is all right because some of these crackheads online are doing quite well in society. Okay, well, forget They're crackheads. What about the pedos? Should they be there too? No. Right that, next to that's, the schools? That's where we have to draw the line. So exactly. there's always a line to be drawn. But again, yeah. though, Simon, I'm just saying you can, you can implement something where it's like, listen. Should the pedos be banned for life? Well, how do you know someone's a pedo? Like if you post pedophile shit, yes, you should be banned. For so life. that that one, you yeah. think that's a lifetime yeah. ban? Yeah. But if you get somebody murdered, that shouldn't be a lifetime. That's different. Ban? If you get, we didn't say that. We said you said incite violence. If you get someone murdered through Twitter, lifetime ban. Yeah. Well, yeah. So sorry, if like, Trump says go storm the Capitol and a bunch of cops die, lifetime ban. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so I'm just trying Without to find the line here. You know? I, that's what it, why it's called justice. But again, Simon, I think again, to Kamar's point, like I don't think Twitter is the arbiter of whether Trump incited violence. Nope. So again, I think if a court of law says definitively the sitting president incited violence that led to the death of police, different story. I, th I guess that's why a real town square yeah. would have to be run by the government and not an independent. Sure. Well, I mean, and again, that's not great either, no. but that's the best we got, Matt, in terms of fairness. Listen, You're not going to get it from a out. private entity. And anybody who thinks that Elon... No, he ain't it. We're fine. ...is a fucking saving grace. You guys are like buying exactly into what they're feeding you, force feeding you like a duck to get foie gras. Is there a saving grace... <laughs> What if Elon is not the saving grace? Is yep. there somewhere out there like Mr. I don't Beast, think I don't grace? think Twitter is going to save us. The social media no, is I, not going to save us. This idea that someone's going to come along and be the savior of social media. Guys, get the fuck off your phone. The right thing to happen is that Twitter was horrible and terrible and they didn't do things justly. And now they should crumble and go away. And something new should emerge. We don't need fucking Elon to come. If you're so great, Elon, make your own thing. Stop buying other people's things and trying to seem like a big fucking man. That's a good point, too. I thought it was funny, the circle, they said uh, um, Republicans are, or conservatives are mad at the government and the liberals are mad that the conservatives exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty uh, much it. So that was his one-liner. Um, he often said, I don't want to toot my own horn, but he does that's like to all toot he his does. own her yeah. horn. Uh, that's all That's all right. That's all right. I thought it was... Oh, sorry. He said in his book, <laughs> it was like the waitress test. And then he says, do you, do you know the Bronx Tale? The car yeah, door, the door test? test? Yeah. And I realized at that point, he said, I stole that. And I put it in a book. or referred to it, like acquisitioned it. It just... It, he just wrote a basic book, I think, on movies and songs and personal experiences he had. So it, it, it'd be harmless. I thought Joe proved what a fucking great statesman he was in this episode because he was like, Godsad tried to go, tried to gad him into a, um, a fat shaming thing where he was like, you know, you're, you have this like hatred, hatred yeah. for. Fat people. And Joe's like, no, you have it all wrong. I have a hatred to see that aspect in myself. I thought that was brilliant. People like, Out of all the ways you could deflect, he came off smelling pretty rosy there. And what about the BMI? Is that... Body mass index? Yeah. That's just another like Is that uh, chiropractic. Is that prejudice though? Your ideal weight. It has an ideal weight for everyone's build. I, it's, it, it Why is that up. prejudice though? Like they're just saying the most 90% of the people who are this height. Yeah. Should are the healthy this weight is this weight class. Like, and if you're just, not, you're out of shape. 
Sure, if you want them to change You're the... not your perfect self. But it's not always out of shape. Again, I think they're using, hey, are you the average Joe? Yeah. If you're a fucking... If you are hitting the gym twice a day, three hours a day, and you're fucking ripped with muscle, you're probably going to be obese on the BMI chart. But again, you're not the average Joe and probably I'm, shouldn't be using that. I'm going to hit my BMI, but I'm not healthy. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I have all sorts of other things, but I just happen to be thin. Yeah, I'm the same way. If you look it's at me my on the metabolism. BMI chart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gross. But I smoke and I do this and I do that. And like, I'm not. So it's such a fallacy anyways. It's all subjective to the person. So don't worry about it. Kamar, what's that podcast called? Are you garbage? My insides. Yes. <laughs> Your I, insides yes. are garbage? 100%. What you, what you eat or what you think? Just in general. Everything, all of it. Everything inside me. You garbage. fell off a jungle gym and sued the school. Yes. I don't know how where they land on that. I didn't but, sue. I was no, too I young. I'm just it's not joking. like I was like, get a lawyer. <laughs> Baby boss. Yeah, fuck yeah, super. Get out. I also found in this You one, were also in a coma, so you couldn't. Yeah. In this well, episode, you don't think I was. Well, uh, asleep. I said coma and air run into is when the um, guest starts to do more of the interview. I felt God really took over. God or Gad? Gad. Because <laughs> God clearly took over. He, re he really he really took over, was asking Joe questions, and Joe was getting poetic. About, like, Listen, this what episode. What kind of person would you marry? This episode It went like this. Sucked. It went like this. How, how all of these episodes were over three hours this week was mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Doesn't make any sense. Brendan Schaub only did two and a half. I think God will move to uh, Austin. <laughs> And Joe likes you to ghost him up. Yeah. Listen, dude, I can't just have you walking I, by my house he'll every be, day. He'll be jogging yeah, by the house. By, yeah. I have made an amazing mistake. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, he lo I think he loves Montreal and always stay there and just have to pay the, the hefty taxes. Listen, well, if you ever hear me um, complaining about high taxes, I'm going to be, I should be a happier person. Let me just say that right off yeah. the jump. There you go. Yeah, yeah, That's no. but don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, okay. It's a humble break. I don't like <laughs> yes. I don't like taxes. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like nobody likes paying it's taxes. It's a humble break. It's a humble break. Again, I had two surgeries in one calendar year. Um, whatever I've paid in tax in the last ten years, right there. I haven't paid for a road. I haven't paid for any homeless person You've to get paid welfare. For all your I surgery. literally in <laughs> all my works. tax money in the last. Uh, there's such a markup they make on all of that shit, Matt. It you doesn't matter, but haven't. Simon. But even then, you understand what I'm I saying, do, right? I like do. the I'm point being facetious. is, I agree with you totally. Like that's what happens. It's why you get um, insurance on your car. You, you're probably not going to get into an accident, but yeah. when you do, I mean, like you said, I was in a coma <laughs> no but think about it a month in yeah. a month in the hospital you know it would have made your parents broke it would have made your parents 100 yes people in the states <laughs> they're living on the streets yeah yeah so i that right there like any tax humble i brag? pay for the next humble he's not humble bragging humble about his fucking <laughs> he's <laughs> he's told us multiple times how he's blown his coma money oh god that's if way you complain gone. about taxes it's a humble brag yeah it is exactly yes, yes. it is 100%. i got something on the yeah <laughs> if you complain about how much you have to pay more than everybody else in well, no, taxes no gets it's a humble numbers. brag they just go they're raping me simon brought up the point too like if this guy doesn't have a high paid accountant it's his fucking fault and he absolutely does come of on of course he does i'm pretty sure he said he was jewish 
Let me also. Oh yeah, he's got to know an accountant. He's got to know a few accountants, one or two. You can't walk two feet without hitting a lawyer (laughs) and an accountant. And and we again, I want to bring it up just in closing. He is he he is living in Quebec, where they give out grants left. There's I don't think there's a province that gives out more grants. They're also the Gestapo of Canada, right? Like we're in agreement there. Of course. Everywhere else, you can do whatever you want with weed. There, they tell you what to do. Like I'm telling you, they every single thing, they keep their people pinned down. Out of all the places to live, you're living in the most oppressive part of Canada. Simon said the best thing out front earlier. He goes, you buy a cottage in Quebec and you go there for the weekend this and is, you live in Ontario. Everybody knows this, yeah. man. Everybody it's knows the hack. this. It's true. You go to Quebec for the weekend because it's beautiful. But look, if you got to live in Quebec, it's because you found something that you love there. That is just a fact. Yeah, yeah. And that's on you. Like, I get it. If I find a piece of land that I love and it happens to be in Quebec, that is coming with... You know, you're not allowed to use a harmonica on Wednesday nights because that offends Quebec and that's just how it is. Yeah, dude, if you're if you live outside of Canada, I suggest you Google Quebec sign laws and go down that fucking garbage rabbit hole to understand exactly what Simon and I are trying to express here. We don't have any hate for Quebec Quebecers. No, no. They're beautiful people. I have tons of family it's who your live government in that Quebec. fucking sucks. But your government sucks. <laughs> Should there be like a uh, minimum for advertising to children? Yes. Because it's impossible. Yes, there should be. What do you mean a minimum? I want to understand. There should be a filter. Like you can only be so old when you see advertising. It depends. What are, like, are we trying to push a, 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 a Hot Wheels car or are we trying to push something nefarious? It would like, have to be every product that exists. But why? Like, do you care if they're pushing no, Hot Wheels? No, and a bunch? I loved commercials when I was a kid for new toys. That's how you saw a new yeah, toy RC was car. We didn't have the luxury of going onto the internet and yeah. like, what is the newest Hot Wheel? You know. So, but that's my question, Kamar. Like, I I don't find anything nefarious about a Hot Wheel ad. I don't think they're really trying to push any. They're just trying to be like every other company moving a product. No, there are some companies though who are out there just kind of bordering the edge of what should and shouldn't be and there should be a body that watches out for that i believe there is i don't know what it is here i think in the states it's like the whatever tipper gore was the fcc the fcc but they they, i mean they used it sorry to um say and you shouldn't talk about um the don't say gay bill to young children well that's where things start getting weird right Mm -hmm. like when you're no longer talking about selling people Toys. Should there be You're like talking a, about a changing ideas? Incubation period for kids to not be exposed to anything. Or, I mean, you know, that's just never going to happen, yeah. right? But that's like, a weird. That's possible. a weird thing because then you're acting like you have you have to incubate them from the world. Gay people live in the world. Yeah, that doesn't make there any. Are, uh, yeah, you know what I no, mean. That's like, more important than than uh, what shampoo to see. But I had this conversation. Yeah, that's with you. just something about advertising. You know, I had this conversation sorry. with you guys last week. Like again, what do you what do you do? You know, if a kid comes up and is like, hey, that, that kid has two dads. Like, you you're, say you're, that's perfect. Let's dads, move on. Rock well, no, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think any of us has a problem with a teacher being like, oh, he just, you know, he has two dads. And well, I think they have to say something at that point. I think the problem is if a teacher is, and I don't know examples. if this happens, yeah, exactly. but if they're out there trying to push their own kind of views yeah, that I, have nothing to do with what actually is going yes. on. But Timmy's dad. Just like an advertisement. But you brought up a good point. How many of these are there? I don't Because I, I, I think Joe's know. just on libs of TikTok and then has like extrapolated that to... I mean, that's what I did for sure. Yeah. I made that mistake. Yeah. It, they just... 
that website gives you so many yeah, that you're skewed, like, yeah. oh my God, this is like prevalent everywhere in the States. And it's not, I don't but think But don't forget, is. I brought up the point that like, what are the odds that a conservative parent is sending their kid to that school anyway? It's probably zero. Well, it's if you don't have the luxury of being able to decide where your kid goes. If you're sending your kid to public school, you go what's in your district. Like, you know this, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have it. a specific reason to say. I also don't think a lot of these libs of TikTok teachers are at public schools, although I could be. Oh, wrong. no, I think they're all at okay, public maybe. schools. Listen, I, I think don't private know. schools would never let that go because they're able to operate way more on the fly. You know? But I feel like a lot of private schools have that specialized, like, you know, we don't give grades out here and that Montessori sort of thing. effect. I mean, oh, thank you. Sure, for those type of private schools, but not the ones where they're trying to get you into, you know, like Ashbury's of the world. You know, they're, I think they're. That's not, I don't different. know. That's, they those, talk that's about private it. school to me. What you're talking about, private is school like in the states is school. way different. Is though, university right? private school? Yes. Well, yeah, I it guess. Is. Yeah, of course. And and so the I, the teachers are teaching the teachings. Not but, all of it, though. There's community colleges. Our, and our universities are subsidized like crazy by the government, right? Taxes. Like, yes. look at how much it costs in the States. Again, another yeah. thing they don't offer I think, their I people. I think we should say by us. We. We? Us? We as citizens subsidize our universities. Yes, we do. Yeah. Stop giving all the credit to the government. Yeah, okay, yeah, the sure. The government doesn't sure. do shit. They take our money and they the keep The government acts like a middleman to take my money yeah. and fund everyone to go to school. I'm yeah. in. We can say this about healthcare, uh, other amenities of being... Uh, yeah, connected. that's the, why it always blew my mind, dude. We'd be standing outside of Babylon at like 3.30 in the morning. There's no one that lives there. We're not hurting anyone. And cops would come up and be like, leave now or get arrested. And it always fucked me up in my head. I'm like... Everyone here pays taxes. That pays your fucking salary. It pays for this sidewalk. Get fucked. Like, go do a real job. Until something happens. What do you mean? Two well, minutes it's, later, it's, something will happen. the law happen. is broken. <laughs> yeah, but, well, until... A, yeah, but you can't... Can I, no, I, I, you can't preemptively come up and be like, yeah, you might break a law. Precogs, yes, no, you can. Go watch that here. movie again with There's Tom Cruise. Suspicion. I'm telling you, every time you needed a cop in front of Babylon, never one there. Anytime we were always just like chilling, like Joey T would be freestyling outside till five in the morning and the cops would always come, leave. I just never understood that. We pay you, motherfucker. Chill. I mean, you didn't at the time. Probably. No, I probably you were didn't pay any taxes. You kid who didn't pay any yet. taxes. You're, you know. Someone did. Someone did. No, at that point in my oh, life, I was always getting money back. That was, that was the best. Remember when you got money back? <laughs> back that was the, the best. And tribalization. He contended that we've reached peak wokeness. He's talking to colleagues and he says it's... I mean, Christina Pruszynski inadvertently said the same thing. Maybe that is happening. I'm not... I'm certainly not on the pulse, you know? I've said this for a while. I think it's the pendulum swinging. It'll swing back. But it, we, it, it's much like a, a crash. <laughs> you don't know what the, how far the swing is on yeah. either, either end. Well, I imagine that now that this has happened, if Matt's right and the, it's swinging back... A certain amount more tolerance will be accepted, which is probably a good thing. It's the exact Always. same thing that happened with gay people. Yeah, we everybody thought that was so terrible at the start, and then you know eventually it's just normal now. It's just like you said, two dads for Mikey. Yeah. It's not even a question anymore. So look, it'll if it is just swinging back and it gives a little bit more inclusivity, great. I was more love can't be bad, right? That's yeah. I was thinking there we're talking about abortions and uh, all the gay guys is like I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't affect I me. Don't, I don't understand. Like you go, girl. So did that ever even become a thing, or was it still just a rumor that it may happen? Oh no, they're still they're out front. That's what they were talking about in the later episode. They're they're like out front of Supreme Court. 
Because if you have... To, now the left is ready to storm Supreme Court. If you have more abortions, yeah. you'll have less liberals. Yes. The conservatives should be all for abortion. Do, do, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying like... That should be a good talking work, work point. Out. Oh my God. That, That's actually a good point, Kamar. They should be pushing abortion because they're not getting them. They've got to keep them going... No, you make a. That's a strong point. A that point. is a very strong point. That's a Doug Stanhope esque point. If it is the side that you go on, um, you, you got to make that into a good bit. <laughs> no, it's there for sure. But I would oh, tread. I would that's tread lightly. Okay, fine. No, before. dude. This is the pendulum is swinging back, Simon. Kamar, if you don't have a good abortion joke, you're not a real comedian. I agree. I had one, but I had to get rid of it. See, hey, that's great. <laughs> that's a fucking. That is the perfect abortion joke. Now the one that's your joke? No, no, no. That's, that's exactly. So that is the perfect abortion <laughs> joke. I'd say everyone's abortion joke. Abortion belt. <laughs> abortion belt. That's an abortion belt joke. That's it. Um, he made the crucial mistake, which is outside of how we indict his personality as being. He did not read his book. Joe didn't. Joe didn't write a book. Gad. Gad Sad didn't read his book. Oh, I asked, did oh, Joe he, read Gad Sad's book? I don't book? know. I think they just talked about it. But I was more, it came down to, did you read it? Uh, no, I didn't. Joe didn't even ask him. No. Because they didn't talk about fucking anthropology or whatever he is at all. They oh, just talked they about fucking cancel culture. That he said, you, you know, you can't actually go back in time. But when you have the same thoughts as someone great, you can share that moment of historical like know thyself that was a greek thing that's like when you you come up with a joke that you've already heard before a long time ago but you don't remember and then you can share in the glory and with i think the that's what you call writing a book i gotta be that's honest what you think you call writing a book it's just everything that comes in <laughs> it just dawned on me too i hope cancel culture goes away because people complaining about it is just as bad as cancel culture like comedians that's all you hear about lately. I just want it all to go it's away. It's so boring. Yeah. Like, it's so boring. I don't I love. I love, too, that some of these guys are millionaires, touring, sold-out shows, and are complaining about cancel culture. It's like, guys, you're, you're doing okay. Just don't message anyone under 25 on Instagram. No, You'll but be okay. Like, I mean, pretty much at any point, or at this point, like, I think most rational people out there, like, could clearly see what was a smear campaign and what wasn't, you yeah. know what I mean? Or I would hope so. Maybe I'm wrong. I think we give too much credit to like these dummies who don't even fucking, I don't even think they're watching fucking. Who's a dummy? You, Kamar, you're a fucking just, dummy. No, okay. not you. I, no he's, an example. he's saying these people online that are saying, you know, that are pushing these narratives. Keyboard warriors? Yes. Did I get that right? Yeah, Simon? like yeah. none of them even watch Joe. Like they're these people are irrelevant. You well, know Patrick I mean? talked about that. He was like knowing you and listening to the podcast and the, the stuff you're hearing around you. It's a uh, cognitive dissonance. I get into conversation with people all the time. As soon as I mention what the podcast is, you get a stink yeah. eye. And then I, if you have a conversation with them, I'm like, oh, what do you listen to the show? You can tell they just read art headline articles. And I'm like, well, he said this. And you're like, what? I can't tell you and how often I really have to say, like, listen, you know me. I've listened to every episode. That's not what he said. That's not what he thinks. Like, you have to install like a Trent, Trevor Noah app, so it looks like you listen to Trevor yeah. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a book over a book. Books yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. yeah. how I read Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I give this one uh, yeah, a one and a go. half. Yeah, I give it one and a half. It, he just brought nothing new. He's just selling a book based on. Um, 
a Bronx Tale, which I was almost <laughs> going to do for the movie, but I'm using something else. I give it You're a You're going to use Pump Up the Volume, aren't you? I think we did that. I think we did too. Yeah. All right, you gave it a one and you gave it a one and a half. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's a show. No, I'm kidding. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by FastGrowingTrees.com. You've been here before. You come into spring with big gardening ideas. You buy the plants, you put them in the ground, and before you know it, your dream yard is a graveyard. Luckily, FastGrowingTrees.com is here to give your yard a new life. When it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. That's why FastGrowingTrees.com's experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate, location, and needs. There's no waiting in lines and no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone and your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. Whether you're looking for increased privacy, shade, or adding natural beauty to your yard, fast-growing trees have the perfect plants and expertise to help you find them. Even if you've never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. One million home gardeners have already seen what FastGrowingTrees.com can do for them. I got to tell you, I wish these guys delivered to Canada. I gave my uncle subscription that they gave us, and he absolutely loved it. They have everything. They have evergreen trees, shade trees, fruit trees, flowering trees, palm trees, shrubs and hedges, house plants, patio plants. You name it. They have a huge resource center on their website as well. Guys, I love FastGrowingTrees.com because they are the bomb. If you're looking to start gardening this spring, I don't know where else you should go. Plus, they have a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee. You can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash J-R-E-E right now and you will get 15% off your entire order. Yes, you heard that right. Listeners of this show will get 15% off their entire order. So don't forget, 15% off fastgrowingtrees.com slash J-R-E-E. That's fastgrowingtrees.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We hope you guys check them out. There will be a link in the description. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Clover. Clover Live helps you find people nearby who share your interests and want to chat now. You can live stream your special moments, live chat with your friends, make video calls, and watch the hottest streams. Whether you're into sports talk, music, or just meeting beautiful people, Clover has something for everyone. Drinking, dancing, gaming, chatting. Just one tap to go live or watch others' lives. Whether you're out on errands or home alone, anytime, day or night, there's always someone to share your moment. Guys, Clover's great. It features private live video chat. You can chat with other users, meet new people. You can go live instantly. You can build a following and you can even earn cash. You can live chat with thousands of talented streamers locally and worldwide. If you want to get to know people, you can start watching their live stream. You can even live stream yourself, show your personality, and maybe, just maybe, you'll connect with similar people. Clover is more than a dating app. It's a singles app. Join the party, make new friends. While you're there, maybe you'll find a date. And whether it's making new friends, dating, or finding love, Clover can be used by everyone. Guys, think about Clover like this. You're sitting at home, you're alone, you got nothing to do. Why not jump on 
you might meet someone. I'm not saying love, but you might make a new friend. It's super easy. It's like a party every night. Maybe you'll find your tribe, your gang, whatever you want to call it. Kill boredom with friends, and you can go on live wherever you are. It's way more fun than other streaming apps. Don't miss out. It's all happening over at Clover Live. Don't wait. Join Clover Live. Broadcast your life. Gain new followers. Get gifts and be an icon. You can download Clover now in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Thank you so much to Clover for sponsoring this episode. We're back. Thank you to Fast Growing Trees. Link will be in the description. Go check them out. Come on. Can I get a name and a number? 1817 Hotep Jesus. And I say we should plant as many trees as possible. Just know all of those trees trying to kill you. A.K.A. Brian Sharp. Yeah, it really takes away from his rap name when you find out he's Brian Sharp. Who's this? Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus is a rapper? No, but I'm just saying he has okay. a rapper-esque <clears throat> name. Gotcha. Right? Like okay. No, I just I thought that's how he started. I didn't... He's an inf- in- influencer, as we've uh, already heard. He came up with abortion will be born more liberals. That's where I got it from. I just wrote, had it written down here. Oh, there you go. I thought that was uh, your idea. It was interesting how they talked about both sides want the state involved in life, but for different things. Yeah. Or, or in different places. Yeah. No one wants you to be free. Thumbs on you everywhere. Thumbs on you everywhere. Just both ends of the spectrum. But isn't that what they always say? Get everybody fighting. That's the purpose. Well, he, 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 was, he talked about eliminating the middle class, which is like sort of, it's happened. That, so by eliminating the middle class, you just create war. Is yeah. that right? Class warfare? Or just us against them. Well, is that us against them, like the poor against the rich, or is it the poor against it the government? It depends where the cutoff for middle class is, or what was middle class. Well, think about it. Without a middle class, it becomes real difficult for anyone who's in like the the lowest tax bracket to be like, I can do better because you can't you can't just make the jump to like the one percent. You got there's got to be like that's right. The incentive is gone. Uh, how am I going to get to the top if there's no more middle? They talked about it more in the... Right? Um, like the jump is too extreme. And then that's when you get a lot of like, hey, th- we're more people, so we should just take the wealth. So the average home price in Ottawa is like 650 grand. If you crazy. If you are young, at what point in your life will you be able to afford that? I can't afford it. I, I had to borrow the fucking down payment from my mom. There was no fucking way. They just have to buy guns and take your home. They talked home. about it more on the Black Keys. But I remember when I was young hearing about you should get a job at the car plant. They make 30 bucks an hour. Well, they were 20, unionized. 20 years ago, which means they're making $100 an hour. $30 an hour is great. And then all those, all those uh, factories went to China. Yeah, and we're and now we're in experiencing that. That's where we're at. Well, that's because the cars had to get cheaper, and it destroyed the middle class. Yeah, but do we know that, or was that just the no, narrative no, no, they no, gave no. us? That I, that's why I used air quotes. Yeah, oh, I didn't see the air that quotes. That is, sorry, the, yeah. oh, I'll announce them next time. Um, <laughs> I was rolling a joint. I was yeah, looking down. It's all good. No, but that is exactly it, right? Like, that's what they want you to think. Because think about it, that's always the trope, right? Well, the unions are just taking all the money out of the company, so they get too big. We're gonna have to move. But I mean, is that the case, or is well, that just you, companies the demonizing are the ones unions fighting for the wage? And- no, usually it's just they want to make more and more money at the expense of everything in their way, right? Like, the so union? then they move to China because that's something that's making them have no less unions. fucking bottom line. Oh, he talked about getting Shanghai. 
That's where that comes from. Could yeah. you imagine? No. That was a tougher time. Yeah. I got to admit, I always have, like, whenever I travel, um, and I'm not talking about the States, but, like, when, if, if, whenever I travel abroad, it just, it's that weird, like, like, have you ever been sick abroad? Uh, you've been no, sick I'm, on abroad. I've been injured. I've been injured abroad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've been injured. Been yeah, it's, but even then, it's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's that's that feeling what, yeah. of, like, you're just so far away from any comfort, and you're, like... What, what your brain would do if you are if you were in... At home, where stuff is. Think about prison spatially. abroad, Matt. It's already like so fucked up, and you're in a different place. You don't have any clue of how anything works. Oh, I would just walk into With the. No I phone. would just walk into the mess hall, ass cheek spread, anus first, just like <laughs> help me, help you. I don't even <laughs> think they want that. <laughs> help me, help you. It's like that episode of uh, Dave. Yeah. But like, you know, in that show where they show you prisons in different places there yeah. where the gangs are running the whole thing, you have no fucking clue yeah. what, the, what a prison in Guatemala is going to oh, be like. Oh, they're. No, you better hope you have worse. someone. You better hope you have someone to call who can wire you five grand U.S. Living conditions are not. Yeah. Um, and still go in with your butt cheeks spread wide open. They do not carry in prisons the further you go down in a civilized country or third world country. But again, like, and, and the, I know I harp on this shit, but say whatever the fuck you want about how uh, dictatorial Canada is private prisons, private prisons. That is that the antithesis? Is that what makes you freer? Like that shit's crazy to me. Crazy bonkers. Crazy. I had this conversation with someone the other day. I was like taxing winnings seems like the least American thing. And then this guy said to me, he was like, honestly, dude, if you drop, if you find $20 in a parking lot, the U.S. government expects you to tell them about it and give them their cut. Well, it's almost the exact same thing as the God Sad thing. It's like, I thought he would have this little um, assists, these many points, these many rebounds, and they get half of it, or, or I don't know the tax on <laughs> No, but taxing winnings, like, I mean, I'm putting up my own money. It, it, that's more egregious? Yeah, the taxing the winnings doesn't make any sense. Because they should subsidize the bet. <laughs> like, if you win the lottery... You should, yeah, you should get that If back. you win the lottery in Canada for $30 million, you get $30 million. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, in the States, you win the Powerball for $150, you are getting 75 Now, again, like we had this thing it's earlier... It's still great. You're 75 getting 75 is yeah. great. But why are they taxing that? I mean, I'll say this. In the lottery one, it's not as egregious because you're betting, like... Or you're risking $5 to win $30 million, But, like, you know... If if you bet a hundred dollars on five basketball games and win like four grand, it's crazy that off the rip the government is like, like I don't know if you know this, but in in the states, like if you're on FanDuel and you win eleven grand, they lock your account immediately, they announce it to the government, they take your they take your tax right off the top, they announce it to the government, and then they give you. That's why it got legalized, Matt. Who's working? They were already tied in from the beginning. Those are their fail safes, right? Like they don't give a fuck about anything but getting paid. <laughs> were we asking for? Sorry. Agreed. What I was, was agreeing. Okay, sorry. Uh, he tried to say who he thought the five most important people were. Oh my god! In this... the world, ever? No. Uh, this, in... uh, uh, right now, he said Joe Rogan, <laughs> Tim Pool. He did not say Tim. He said Tim Cast. Oh, did he? Tim Cast was oh, one of his. I only heard him say Dana White and Dave Chappelle, and I thought he left two off the list. Dana White is not even close to one of the most important people in America. I think he might be. How so? Because he has pull. 
Okay. He's not one of the most important people in the he's, world. He's, Do you think he has more pull than Roger in, Goodell? I think he might have got the UFC up and running before the NFL did. He has way less pull than mean? like most really, really, really rich people. Let's put it that way. I wonder. Well, only when Trump is in power. If like, you, what? if even when Trump is in power, there are way bigger donors than fucking Dana. Dana. But fucking UFC is so is. big. It's not. It's not. I, I it's still it's not as big there. as NFL football. Kamar, no. it's not Dallas even as big Cowboys, as the NBA. The Dallas Cowboys are worth more because than the of fucking what the UFC. Fighters aren't getting paid. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's what their worth, what their valuation is. They're a publicly traded company. You can go buy their stock right now. They're not that big a company. They're only worth a couple billion dollars. A couple billion. Is that true? Yeah. Because that company Tap Out. Yeah. Remember, I was saying they were worth two billion at their and prime, they, and they're gone now. Well, I'm just saying they were. Uh, they were a fucking t-shirt company, so if they're only worth the same as a t-shirt Here, I'll find company, out right now. Like, okay, Dana White is not. I don't uh, think he's the on there. I think he said that because he's a Trump supporter and Dana's a Trump supporter, and you got to stick with close to your own. And then he said Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'll, I'll give you that. There's two spots open, or three spots if Dana White should be on the list. But, like, but Joe Rogan is on the list? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Joe Rogan is on the list. I guess if you think... Yes, I guess Joe Rogan is on the list. Joe Rogan, I'll give you. Who is the other one he said? Uh, Dana White. No, no Dana White. Dave uh, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Okay, I'll give you that, but no more comedians. You have to get some other fucking walks of life in there. Well, no, you'd have to say maybe Lucy K. Oh, wait, sorry. Elon Are Musk. we saying that? Klaus no, Schwab. Def- fuck you. I no. just threw out a five. No, I, I mean, I'm not in on the last two, but I'm with you on the first two, I guess. And Joe, you're not even going to consider a comedian. He's on there for his podcast. Just reach and influence. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think Dana White had Roger Goodell should be on that list then. Mm-hmm. What about like the guys who own all the biggest companies in the world? Should Mark they Zuckerberg. All be on there. What about uh, yeah Zuckerberg? What about Tim Cook? Should he not be on there? I think they're not as influential as Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, Dave Chappelle. Oh, really? You think the guy who runs Apple is not as influential as Joe Rogan? No, I, I'm, I'm arguing the point for the no, sake no, no. Of it. I, I'm, but come on, back me up here. Yeah, I would. Well, I mean, listen. If you're talking about like, I'll put it to you this way: Tim Cook couldn't go on air and say something that's going to have the impact that Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan will. But Tim Cook can make a decision in his office that will affect every American. The world. Leaps and bounds. Fine, but let's just keep it within this realm. Leaps and bounds more than any decision Joe Rogan or Dave Could Chappelle's Could he get canceled? Tim, Tim Cook? Cook? Well, he could get fired, I guess. Yes, he could get canceled. CEOs get canceled. By the way, I was wrong. It's double. The market cap of the UFC is $13.31 billion. Well, that's so pretty fucking good. Listen, okay. But what is Dana White worth? Uh, a couple billion. Really? Don't forget, Dana White's Ooh, been banned wow. from playing blackjack at every casino in Las Vegas. And he's known internationally from the fights all over the world. Yeah, I still don't think... He may think... be bigger than Roger Goodell in actual people who, who know who Dana White is. He's oh, more, hold on, that's different. He's more of a that's presence. Totally that's different. totally well, no, it's different. Important. So it's it important. means he's it's more important. famous. It's important. It doesn't mean he's worth more. Most and important. It doesn't mean he's more powerful. Most it important. just means he's most more important famous. Most important was the designation. Most important. The five most important people right now. Okay, well, I'm going to need... Um, uh, definition of important. Listen, I case. listen. I don't know that in this room there's a bigger Dave Chappelle fan than me. So I still don't think he's one of the most important. People. I was gonna say that too. I don't think I put Dave there. I put Joe there because of the podcast. So would you put Putin there? No. Johnny Depp. Absolutely not. 
What Johnny is... Depp. Although Johnny he's Depp. getting Johnny Depp is getting so much play from Joe in the last couple weeks. Oh yeah, there have he's going to a... be on right for sure. Yeah. There hasn't been a podcast. He, he bounces back between. I think he's a nice guy. Like I've spoken to him, he's a great guy. Like his his relationship with Johnny is very. Veiled. He's covering his bases just in case things go south at some point in this. You know, if there's like a a glove that fits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joe's got to be able to backtrack and be like, I said he was nice, but, you know, I never. Yeah, I also said he approved of the Will Smith moment. Okay, that's that was like four minutes into the podcast. He's just a contrarian. That's all this guy is. That was for clickbait. That's so that somebody could say he agreed with Will Smith. Because it didn't take Joe 30 seconds for him to be like, yeah, I guess you're right. Slapping someone probably isn't good. Well, it's more just the, the it happened. It's like like the space shuttle blowing up. Exactly. That's what he should have said, but he did a clickbait. He should have said, I love that there was violence at the Oscars. I love seeing Chaos. rich people fight each other. Yeah. Okay. But to say it like that, he knew that that's going to get the clicks and then he'd explain his position. That is classic bait and switch. Is it bait and switch? I mean, listen, this guy said, <laughs> he's like, I use Twitter bots to push my shit. So he's openly like... You know, well, his whole thing was Twitter, which he even uh, and that was the least thing. Things went. He tried to say I got ten x. Yeah, instead of saying a number, so instead of seven, I got seventy. Or <laughs> yeah, who knows what it is? <laughs> and Joe fires back and I got seven hundred thousand two. He's yeah. like, no way. Yeah, no, I did not get that many, but I got ten x what I had. That is interesting, though, for for Joe to mention that. Isn't that true. interesting? What's weird? Like they were holding back that much. That was that is would be crazy. It would make total sense, though. But I mean, it's that's how a, that's you a control number. That is really how you control the flow of information. If that many people are being banned from your podcast, who want to listen to you? Well, it's not the podcast, just as Twitter. Whatever, any yeah, yeah, access yeah. to you, Maddie. Yeah. You know, if Spotify was doing the same thing, and they would never because they want to make money. But whoever, right? Like when it was on YouTube, if they were doing the same thing, that's a perfect example. I think all it is is they're just trying to suppress the popularity, because you can still like them them suppressing seven hundred thousand followers. You can still go listen. All those people can still go listen to his podcast. There's no one stopping them, right? Right. So all his ideas are getting out there. It's really just to be like instead of. Joe Rogan has 50 million Twitter subscribers. It's like, well, he only has, you know, 10. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't really. I assume that's that what anyways. it is. I think mine makes more sense. Well, fine. That's fine. No, I'm just as from a conspiracy. Point sure. Of yeah. I mean, you always go that route. Of okay. course. Yeah, so naturally. That's your, that's your space in this what podcast. Did, what did, oh, I don't like that at all. What do you mean? I'm going to start doing something different now. No, you won't. No, I Contrarian. won't. Like <laughs> no, I won't. For sure, everything does for clickbait, but he's not a bad guy. I never said he was a bad he, guy. He's not saying anything wild. Hotep Jesus? I don't think so. I mean, he wasn't a bad guy. No. But do I think that like we'd get beers? I don't know. He rewrote the Constitution. He rewrote it? Yep. Okay. Stay the fuck away from me. He really condensed it. I, I think he sort of I did mailed it in there. I mean... In when got, Ho- rid of, got rid of the can't have slaves part. Very interesting. Progressive. When Hotep Progr- was on the first time... I yeah. very much agreed with him about the whole idea of bringing the slaves over. Like we, we are definitely on the same wavelength there. Okay. I don't remember that point. But he okay. thinks that, yes, of course they brought slaves over here, but they were always black people living here. People of color. Okay. Sure. Sure. Cause they were the natural inhabitants of some of these places. And that idea they is, had slaves. is just demeaning 
the black people even further because mm -hmm. it's saying, you know, there's, there were only so many of you when we brought you all over. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's just not, I, I, I agree with them. Anyways, I think there was, I think the whole story of where we came from on this North America has been skewed by the winners of the war. Yes, you've mentioned this. Mm -hmm. uh, ad nauseum. You forgot that part, <laughs> Do you think that organic women will become more uh, in fashion? As what more does this mean? people like. Organic women? Like no butt lifts, no uh, Botox. Like it's out there. So as soon as um, there are actually cyborgs and we draw the line, then the people caught in the middle with all the fake parts, they're going to be ostracized. Is that kind of where you're going? Uh, well, I, I guess it's for women if they get really old and their work doesn't do them justice and they just get combat trap. But I'm sure they'll always find someone to love them. Hopefully they find someone at a certain transition period, unless they become less popular. Yeah, but come on, hold on. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is like... It, Let's talk about breeding. Yeah, I, you don't have to date a girl with fake tits. I don't understand what you're saying, though. Getting older, what are you talking about? Like, as they get older, the tits get saggy? Have you ever seen people with work? Yeah, like it's we're also coming into the era of watching what uh, happens with people with tattoos. Okay, as they get older, will they all just look sad and droopy? No, I've seen a bunch of old people with tattoos. They look fine. Depends on how much body weight you put on. <laughs> really? Well, that too. Yeah, but like that's and then lose, <laughs> and then lose sure. as you get older. Yeah, I guess it's just will they look as cool? Like I, I, they're here to stay. Tattoos. Right. Yes, that's the I, idea of a I tattoo. See, they I are see, here to I stay. see what you're saying. As we become more Will it become adro a androgynous, are the big tits going to be just so weird at that point when everybody else just looks all the same? No. Will there just be a thought that someone is not organic? Because he, he went to, say, even makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy probably only fucks tens, and he's sitting here like, <laughs> I no, don't he just had a kid. I don't know. Congratulations, Hotel. I don't know about that, but when he was talking about the idea that once people start being augmented, not with fake boobs, but with ability and things like that, and it's the only the rich that can get it at first, like we all agree, this is just inevitable. That love, is definitely going to be the course of events. I love when Joe has these talks because it reeks of irony. This the the irony in the room stinks because it's like Joe. Your boy that you prop up on a fucking pedestal oh, Elon, day in yeah. and day out is the guy doing this. You're it's, talking about it like it's this terrible inevitability. No, yet, I, I think when it comes every, to Johnny Depp, he has to disconnect. Johnny Depp? Because it well, does stand up in uh, Johnny Depp's world, Elon's an asshole. And Joe's caught in between. No, Matt is exactly right. Everything they're talking about there, this idea of putting the chip in your neck. And, and that the only the rich people will have it and, first. Like. And, and this is where our world is. That is all Elon. He is that bastion. He is the Jesus Christ of but all of this. it would happen this. without Elon. It's inevitable. That's what I think they were saying. Oh, it may be inevitable, but he is definitely pushing it. So whether he's speeding it up or making it happen within our lifetime it's definitely happening within our lifetime you'll be very frustrated if it doesn't well what's going to happen is it's it's going to be right at the end of our lifetime when you actually need the chip right because it's telling going you, to give you another 10 years or dude, 20 years imagine being bedridden with alzheimer's you it's not even it's not even a choice plug me the fuck in no. i'm 20 again 
living in a matrix that, for the next 20 that years? Is such a no, that. that is such a no-brainer, Matt. But the problem is that it will never be reserved for just the ones who need it. Fine. And then that's the disparity that everybody's worried about, right? Like Johnny, who comes from a good family, is going to get it at 14, and he's going to become a millionaire by the time he's 17. Not even. It probably only takes a year. 15. Probably only but, takes a year. But Joey, who doesn't get this thing until he's 40, you know, like it's too late. A millionaire at that point, it's not enough. And then the disparity and the, you live in this cyber dystopia all because of Elon. I, full circle on that one. Sorry. I mean, like Sorry, said, guys. if it wasn't him, it was someone. But yeah, too Joe, just, Joe just buries whenever negative elon stuff should be brought up joe's like a prairie dog and his head just fucking it's is a disconnect he's able to compartmentalize i can't believe i said that word but that's <laughs> listen i'll protect joe to the nth degree yeah but that's what bugs me the most where we can all clearly see yeah man yeah so joe can see too he's just decided that like you know what it's probably something mike baker told him i can't blame him you know <laughs> this guy's an asset let it go well, dude, if you don't think Elon is a fucking asset, you are crazy. This guy is so tied in with the governments. He claims to be like, the oh, I have nothing to do with them funding my whole fucking company. Uh, Elon tweeted the other day. He's like, who knew that owning libtards would cost this much money? And then this guy retweeted an old tweet from Elon where he's like, Twitter needs to be run um, not like in a way that... Uh, I can't remember how it was worded, but it was pretty much him saying like, Twitter can't be biased to the far left or the far right. It needs to be like a neutral centrality sort of thing. Okay. And then here's him trying to buy it, being like, I'm trying to own the libtards, motherfucker. It's just Apparently the deal's on hold. Well, yeah, because it lost a shitload of value and it's going to cost him like an extra $10 billion. Well, also, he's saying out loud that they failed to disclose how many bots they had. So Twitter may not be nearly as big. It's just all smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. well, that would be a good way to drive down the price also if you were, you know. Listen, I've said this about our podcast for the longest time. I don't uh, believe the numbers. Yeah, well, there you go. The numbers always lie. Well, just, no, again, because they have so much to gain from lying to us. Just keep, ask the Nielsen Keep bots. us happy. Keep, yeah. I mean, it's, it keeps everyone happy. It keeps that's what the, I'm saying. Forget us, Matt. It's the advertisers, you know? That's a conspiracy You'll theory. You'll take whatever fucking scraps you can get. They're like This fucking, is a conspiracy theory. This is my conspiracy Anyways, theory. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you guys, I've told you all my conspiracy theories about these companies. And so Sam Tripoli, just coincidentally, and you take this or leave it, but, you know, it's not. He has people on, some credible, some not, whatever. Um... They just happened to have an Elon episode out after last week, which I thought was very poignant. Did you listen to it, Kamar? I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they talk about Elon's dad and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his whole backstory is very illuminating, and I suggest everyone look it into it. It is rather it. illuminating, isn't it? And it's the exact, it's exactly like Bill Gates. It's Everybody exactly. thinks There's everybody thinks they were in that. a garage tooling away, coming up with great ideas to save humanity. No, they got grants from their parents who already had their feet in the door with these rich and powerful and the government. Like it's always the same old story. It's always the same old story. It's inevitable. There's no reason to talk about it. All right, we're Just done. watch it come. You can't Let's stop what's always I coming. highly suggest everybody look into that on their own. It's very interesting how research. all of these uber-rich people who supposedly did 
amazing things on their own with no help. Simon, you brought up something very interesting earlier. You were like, you know, this guy, this guy just buys things. He doesn't make anything. And like, I thought about that. I was like, this guy had the resources. Like he has obviously brilliant people working for him, whether it's SpaceX or Tesla, right? We're all in agreement there. Yep. He could easily hire or move people to create a, a social media platform like in record time, but he didn't do that. I think it's, I think it's harder <laughs> than it looks. As we've seen with all the other competitors. But again, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. You can try and build one and lose $4 billion, or you can just buy an existing one for a nightmarish amount of money. I feel, like, I feel like the $4 billion is an easier... I mean, again, I'm not rich. Exactly. Or, I'm not rich exactly. That's or smart. That way. There are so many possible conspiracy streams coming off the Elon River. Like, it's crazy, dude. No, seriously. There are so many different routes you could go down with the electric car, with the Neuralink, with the fucking solar, with this, with that. Like, all of them can be totally tied in with the government. If you wanted to start looking at it that way, if he was like a, you know, he's the new fucking, uh, what's that song? CIA. Winds, Winds of, of change, change, you know? He's just the face of every new initiative they want to push that if it came from the government, you'd be like, fuck you. You ain't telling me what to do, but because it's Elon, you're like, yay. He's, he's a modern day Bono. You make a good point though. If, if, if the government sold you a car that they could, that, that you needed updates for and that could track you. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, get fucked all that fucking could day. suddenly take control of yeah. you and take you where you want. Fuck you. Yeah. If the government said we're putting a chip in your neck, Oh, get fucked to, all day. To, to help you. Fuck you. Yeah, but because happen. Elon's doing it, like, sign me up. Yeah. After uh, two years, uh, do you, have your opinion on UBI changed at all? I told you I'm against it. I was against, against it like it before, two, two years it now, ago. After yeah. seeing it sort of as an uh, experiment. I feel, like before co I feel like before COVID, I came back around. I work Remember, I worked it out that if you get to a point Let's say we automate away 75% of jobs and the government pays everyone $2,000 a month. Okay, let's say they freeze rent so that everyone can live off $2,000 a month. We can't all just have podcasts. Like there isn't enough money moving through for you to make extra money. It just doesn't work. You can't create money from nothing. Why do you think everyone's going to start a podcast though? I only use a podcast as, it doesn't matter whether you're painting, Name, name any fucking creative endeavor that you want to pursue. First of all, there's now 15x people doing said pursuit. So the market is saturated. There isn't enough money for you to sell. Like, you know as well as I do that in art, for example, the money is made by 2% of the artists, right? By and large. Yeah, yeah. So unless you're in that 2%, the amount of... But right now we live in a world where that 2% that is a ton of money. But once UBI, if 75% of people are only making two grand a month and are capped at that, that pie shrinks exponentially. Does it not? Yeah, that's assuming that everybody does that. Some people are going to do that. Some people's dream is to own a bar and they're going to, everybody gets the UBI. You but hear me out. I'm but saying? again, but the bar, like most people can't afford to, like the people that can afford to go out and really party a lot, make a decent amount of money, right? Or they have a lot of expendable income. If you're only, if you're capped at $2,000 a month, it's tough for you to go out to bars. But why are you capped at 2000? If you have a job, 
if you work for no, but I said seventy five percent of people are on UBI because seventy five percent of jobs have been in this scenario. Oh, I see. Have okay, been, okay, but I mean, they, you're assuming that you're going to lose all those jobs, and that's probably just a scare tactic. That's way more down the matrix you know, road. I mean, it isn't. It isn't. I don't know if you know this, but like, um, trucking is like the number one industry for men aged whatever twenty five to forty five. Yeah, and that's the first industry to go. They think our generation is not going to wage well, or <laughs> no, is no not going to fare well, yeah. rather. But and I'm I'm not saying this to be facetious because I would be just as fucked as everybody else. But the rest of the youngsters are going to learn to code, and I don't mean that as actually learning to code. They're going to figure out what is going to be important. Yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not one of these driving alarm trucks isn't anymore. Hear me out. I'm not one of these alarmists who's like the kids, the kids, the kid. Like I've always said, the kids will adapt. They're always, they're already way better at this shit than we are. We didn't grow up with it. I get it. I We're get it. fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the older people that will be the most affected. But I'm just saying, like, if you were to take away, you know, a huge amount of jobs that any non high school graduate male could go and get. If you take away a shit ton, like hundreds of thousands of those jobs, that, that affects the economy a great deal. Same thing. Like I read this article, they, they hired a robot burger flipper and they had it open for two weeks and then they had to fire it because it was way better than all the other employees. And it made way too many burgers. They couldn't keep up with like the bun manufacturer, <laughs> the tomato cutting, this thing. Just went <laughs> this was too and you know what happens, Matt, is then they make that thing the manager the burger flipper because it's so effective <laughs> it's so and then it's like these guys are my problem i need to kill them or fire them i guess and get more like me to be <laughs> but i mean amazon that's how you get skynet but think about amazon i bet they're one of the biggest amazon and walmart probably two of the biggest employers in the united states they are going out of their way to automate away every single job yep. because simply they're like oh what human you can't do this job in 15 minutes and every human's like well, this is like a one-hour job with two people. You know when they will be able to do it, though, Maddie? And I think this is the part we're leaving out, Neuralink. That will let you compete against the robots. And but they'll be so far them. ahead, like Joe said. Well, at least gives you a fighting chance. You could run that package as fast as fucking Amazon can drone it over, you know? Like I said to you, if Neuralink involved basically a company renting your body for eight hours while your mind was doing something you enjoyed, wouldn't that be actually... Dude, it's terrible. It's terrible, well, it's but it weird, would be very it's a weird, effective. Hold on. It's a weird dystopian future, but it's it's kind of like a win-win. I know it sounds terrible, but you're already renting your body out when you work. And a lot of that drone work is terrible for people. So imagine if you could plug in and be doing whatever you love, playing poker. You're on a beach, you're skateboarding. Do, name a fucking thing that you really enjoy doing. Wow. You're doing that for eight hours and loving it. So there really are like... Uh... MPG, is that what it's called? NPC. NPC, except it's only like half the time for people. You'll see a person who'd be like, are you in NPC mode or are you Matt right now? Everyone's well, equal. Like I said, Simon. It's very effective, you, Matt. I'm not disagreeing with you, that. You kiss your wife goodbye. She, she hits a button and you're on the beach. And then your body walks to the bus stop. A Tesla picks you up. A Tesla truck picks you up, drives you to the Tesla factory. You both factory. go to sleep and all of this happens as you're sleeping. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Well, that would be the oh, most... Well, that's the best time, yeah. That's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, so instead of and sleep... And everybody's yeah. operating, and then there you don't you have too many people on the street at the same time. Holy fuck, man. See, like, we went from hating this to thinking this is the no, best No, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think I want to do this. I don't want my body But if it comes out, you won't refuse me. it. <laughs> it's optional. No, I <laughs> just think yourself. this is exactly how they'll do it. Like... 
they'll get you this way and use you. That's well, uh, that's listen. why I don't understand this vaccine killing people because they want bodies for whatever their fucking end game is. They need us mindless drones to do exactly that, Matt, to use us while we sleep. Dude, who's going to do landscaping? Well, the robots. No, my point, like I'm just saying right now, like the idea that they're trying to kill us off in the next 10 years, they don't have enough robots to do all the shit jobs. I mean, it all depends on how fast a robot can this start self This started off with UBI, itself. though. Yeah, I know. Who cares? Sorry, this was gonna, way well, more no, fun. Was with UBI, Kamara, I'm, I, I, don't, I just don't see it working. Yep. I mean, I will say this. <laughs> the problem is this. They've done these pilot. Every time they do these pilot projects, they work on a small level. So this one they're trying in like Austin with 83 families. It's going to come back and it's going to say it's going to work. So Mark you, my words. So you think this, although you think it's a bad thing, it is inevitable. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm not, I don't know about inevitable. Okay. If we, if we automate away a, a shitload of jobs, we have to. And you the can't, what are we going to have? The sector has to fund it. Somehow. Naturally. Yes. Yeah. Listen, Who's it would be leaders? simple. However many robots you have working, we tax you per robot for man hours that's basically it you're paying whether you think this robot is saving you money it's not that's exactly how it should be that's exactly how it should be if your robot more. takes the place of 17 employees that that's yeah, it's paying the tax 17, dollars yeah, we guess want. what that should be how it works now anyways like those uh big ipads out of mcdonald's then you'd have to pay a lot less tax matt just so you know and so would god sod yeah, exactly. You'd have to pay a lot less tax if uh, fucking Amazon would pay its share. Hold on. You just made a great point. That's something that someone like Gadsad never brings up, is if the government properly taxed these fucking behemoth corporations, a guy like Gadsad would be taxed at like a 40% rate, more more reasonable at his... Everybody. The whole tax bracket would change. Yeah. He said that women have the power to uh, destroy the world. I think there's... Some truth to that statement. I'll stand behind that. <laughs> Listen, Mary the other day had a bachelor party at the bar. And I said to her, I was like, we have lost. And I'm not one of these people. Like, I, I don't believe this whole there is no masculinity. Let's get to that real quick first. Okay. He said there is no masculinity anymore. The most popular podcast in the world is the Joe Rogan experience. What the fuck are we talking about here? There's obviously a ton of masculinity left in the world. Like... I just, I don't know. That's crazy to me. It's the minorities. It's not the minorities. Not, sorry. It's the minority of people shouting the loudest. I and, agree. Yes. And a swath of time or something, as we say, should swing back. But who, you'll be 10 years older wearing weirder clothes when you like, look back at this time. Think about it like this. When you read these articles like um, uh, exercises, a white supremacist thing or whatever, like, dude, go around, look around gyms. Gyms are fuller now than they've ever been ever in like the history of man and that's probably positive influence from joe rogan he, he sure extrapolate that. have you noticed though that i just i just kind of on star trek and shows like that the men always start wearing like these longer coats that's always seems to be part of the uniform i wonder if that's like as we uh, evolve yeah you know we just start not wearing women's clothing but just more clothing becomes neutral you know that's our evolution as man it's the year is 2124. Men wear cloaks 40 feet long. It's all just, everyone's tripping <laughs> on cloaks have to everywhere. Be 40 I'm feet so long. sorry, sir. No. They just have to be below the knee, Matt. Below the knee. Below the No, but I'm saying it becomes so outlandish that like it started in 2026. Johnny Depp is Hotep's favorite actor. Who's your favorite actor? 
Oh, wait. He asked the question. But there's only one answer. Who is the best black, act, black actor ever? It's Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there's any fucking... Jamie Foxx is a great actor. Oh, Jamie Foxx is pretty good. He's a, Jamie Foxx is a talented. Jamie Foxx is the best Renaissance man for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent modern day Renaissance he, man. But, but could Denzel do stand up? Probably. It doesn't but matter. That he's, doesn't make you the best actor. Stand up no, no, doesn't make was, you the yeah, best. So That's okay. why he's a Renaissance man. He's he's a much he's better a singer than yeah. Denzel. Also, Denzel, I think I agree, is the best actor. But is Johnny Depp? I said black, but he might be the best actor. No, no, ever, the, period. sorry, the best black yeah. actor. Is no, Johnny, he might be the best actor ever. Is Johnny Depp that good an actor? No, he's not. He's not an amazing actor. He, we loved him because of Twenty One Jump Street. It was an amazing show. He was great in it, but it wasn't like breakthrough acting he's not, you know? he's not an amazing actor then he's much he did, better than Christian Slater he, no he's done some great work Blow great movie she, Blow he's right you know? Blow is one of my fucking favorite movies and Edward Scissorhands is incredible like top to bottom everyone involved in that it's a fucking masterpiece interesting Blow story the guy that directed it Ted Dem died playing basketball ton of cocaine in his system no way <laughs> yeah he was around wow. well that's his that's fate. full circle Blow kinda like Sorry, go His ahead. His Hotep's favorite movie. Well, there you oh, go. that's, what, that's oh, what we're doing. Yeah. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game. We're Simon and Matt. Go ahead, ahead to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Blow, which is Hotep's favorite movie. Just under objection, by the way, I don't like how much Matt already knows about this movie. The fact that he already knew that it was uh, directed by Ted Dem. Correct. <laughs> Who, a, a man I've never heard of you in got, my yeah, whole you might life. Be in trouble. No, now that, I've, now that you've said that, I'll be further off than anyone. Do you know who wrote it? Um, who wrote Blow? He's got a really cool name. Uh, is it Nick Cassavetes? Nick Cassavetes. Wow, that's a that's a super nerd. Yeah, okay, bonus I'm, point I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> done Simon's done. in trouble. I want to do Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Don't you feel like changing your last name to Cassavetes? Sounds uh, like somebody gets stuff done. Yeah. You know who he was the tattoo artist in The Hangover Two. No. no, it didn't. Not a blue. Not okay. I know sorry. who he is. Though. He's like a white-haired, like um, yeah, yeah. He was on. He was. A, he was on Joe. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was a, a guest uh, starring Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz, Frank Plant, Rachel Griffiths, Paul Rubens, Lord Mola, and Ray Liotta. His Can dad, I, his disappointed father. This movie is absolutely incredible. The scene where they're testing the blow with Bobcat Goldthwait is like one of the best movie scenes ever. Where he's remember he puts it on the hot plate. He's like. He's like, okay, good coke oh, yes. usually burns at around. He's like, the bad stuff burns away at around 170, and it's it's going up. He's like, okay, 160, 170. Are you sure it wasn't Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman's in the movie, but in that scene, it's Bobcat who's testing out the fucking blow. Okay, yeah. And then it gets to like 210. He's like, fuck me, running 210. <laughs> and then he looks at he looks at Johnny Depp and he goes do you mind if I try something? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, fuck it. Let's all try some. And the second Bobcat does it, he goes, he's sitting there and he goes, 
I can't feel my face. And he touches his nose. He goes, I mean, I can feel it, but like, I can't. It's one of my favorite scenes ever. That movie's incredible. It's really sad. good. Yeah, I just rewatched it the other day. It's sad. The first so time I, I saw exactly it, what you're in. the first time I saw it, Metcalf and I were so high on mushrooms. The theater is packed. The scene where Penelope Cruz, <laughs> the scene where Penelope Cruz, they've already divorced and they're broke. And Johnny Depp's like fat and wearing a tracksuit. Penelope Cruz comes out of the house in her tracksuit wearing a wig. Dan and I, in such a sad scene, started laughing so fucking hard in the theater. Laughing people at looking at misery. us. Oh, dude, it was. I, I've never laughed that hard. So, I mean, you have a year? That's why we watch. I do have a year, Matt. I think I'm off on the year, but I said 01. I also said 01. 01. <laughs> okay, now I got to rework this, these numbers a little bit. Everything is in play. This is great, Simon. I don't think we've ever both hit the year. I think this might be a fucking it felt movie game coming first. out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to say it before. This is interesting. This is very interesting. And uh, by the way, this basketball game—the scene where he realizes he's done that awkward. Oh, the scene where where's my knife? Whatever was like. Yeah, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> he's like, boys, this is it. I'm out on our way. No, and he says to them, he's like, I just want you guys to know I've given I've given you guys an extra 5%. And the guy's sister, and he goes, fuck me. That's like an extra 140 grand each. And he's like, yep, this was it. One last one for my daughter. And then they all get awkward, and he looks down, and he goes, where's my fucking knife? It's Dewey. Yeah. Remember that was the guy's name? Yeah. Fucking Dewey. The only problem I have with that movie, I actually kind of love it, is you never find out what happened to Tuna. Uh, Yeah, okay. He dies, presumably. Well, you just never find out. It's very long. That'll be the one. It's a very long It's movie. a lot of him disappointing his parents, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough movie. Dude, the scene where Ray Liotta at the end is listening to the recording of him from prison, and he says the little, like, uh, to dance in the stars under the moonlight. That's fucking, that is heart fucking wrenching. And do you think Johnny Depp does a good job of acting in it? He did an incredible job. Yeah. What, how much do you think it costs to make? I'm already ready. Simon, are you ready? I am also ready. I said it cost $26 million to make, and I said it made 134 Okay. I said it cost 37 to make, and it made 187 in honor of them murdering their brain cells. Here we go. I thought you were going to do something there. Budget, $53 million. Oh, wow. That was closer there. I'm not that far off. 53 Yeah. I'm pretty close, man. You're ahead. Okay, in it. and this this is gonna be like two hundred and forty-eight or something. Box office eighty-three point three million. Oh, movies about cocaine don't. Get <laughs> <the box office. laughs> As it turns out, oh my God, I'm off by so much. I was yeah. I we mean, learned that with Goodfellas. A hundred yeah. million, I'm off by. I, was, I thought you were gonna bring it in and say sixty million. No, and that'd be like I did a, not rail it in. No. If I had said 87 million, that would have been good. But well, like, Simon was doing what I was doing. Like, it made a good amount of money. I That's, thought it made good yeah. money. It's Johnny I, Depp. It's fucking. Penelope Cruz. It's I, such a good cocaine. fucking movie. I think, though, looking back, you have to look at if a movie is considering if it's restricted or not. That's true. That Restricted always affects the box office bottom line. We're talking about was it restricted? I never or not. do that. I think you should remind us. No, every I am time. right no, now. Don't. I am, no, I am right now. I'm stating. I great, think that's... great movie game pick, Kamar. Blow. Yeah. Okay. Blow is Blow is in my top ten movies of all time. I think I love that. You and Otip have something wow. in common. That's that's a big statement. I really like that it's movie. A big statement. Really like that movie. It was weird that flash of time where it was like Charlie Sheen was going nuts. 
and was sort of celebrating it. Yeah, tiger blood, baby. That sort of is like a moment where Will Smith hit Chris Rock. I think well, we were celebrating. Hold on. Just he hasn't leaned into it in the same way that uh, Charlie Sheen leaned into his disaster. And leads right out of it, apparently. It also felt, though, like everyone celebrated it until we found out he got AIDS. And then it was kind of like, ah, oh. Well, because then the tiger blood was tainted. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But I don't think anybody was really celebrating it. I think that was one of the first, like, he was being made a meme and he didn't even, or maybe he did realize and it was making him money. So, you know, winning. He was like, already so, dude, he was making like a million plus an episode. But he had for, just been fired yeah, I know. by that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I so, get it. And he was in all these lawsuits with them. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. But I think they had to pay him out for the rest of the contract. Sure, I'm listen, pretty, I'm, I yeah, have no I, I know idea. what you're saying. Make hay. Confident that there'll be a new language that doesn't involve words. Well, I use emojis a lot. I can tell you that. Like, more often than I write something. I don't think I can learn something new. Well, I don't think I like, You could learn you. pictures, though. Yes, no, you but, could. Uh, apps and functions. Oh, that's the new language. Kamar, you post like seven face swaps a day. I'm sure you can figure out some new apps You'd or something. You'd be surprised how easy that is. <laughs> um, they, they look so professional. I can't you're believe You're on a podcast. South Park, the best. No, that's professional. Hotep thinks South Park, the best. Hotep thinks everyone should have a microphone. We'll need a microphone. Contrary to you think that not everyone can have it. Like everybody's just going to be walking down the street with a microphone? I'm not going to lie. I feel like through making this podcast, I have actually acquired um like a what would you call it i know it's a skill but like a, a skill set but something that's applicable moving forward right like yeah, a, a skill set yeah okay sure i was thinking of something different but i'll use a skill set yeah uh and then they touched up on amber Heard being the legacy of crazy movie starlets and being a movie star and even johnny depp like that lifestyle is just exposed you always thought they live these crazy lives but if he's living that life at uh what is he, 45 when he met her? And he broke up with a beautiful woman for her. Well, well of course. And his wife and the wife of yes, his, or yes, the mother yes. of his children. Beautiful like woman. He left for this muse who ended up being his fucking... <laughs> demise. Real... I mean, she would have been yeah. the demise of any one of us. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You don't know? That no. girl walks up to you at a bar and says, I will lick your fucking taint clean. No. Okay. When I was young? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm not saying I thought you were making me decide between my wife and Amber Heard, and I won't let you record that. We talk about it in the next episode. That's a yes. We talk about it in the next episode. She's crazy. Why would I We know that now. We know that now. I got good radar. We talk about it in the next episode, but taint is slang. That's not the proper name. No, it's a perineum. Thank you. I had surgery on it twice. I wasn't going there. I obviously know. I understood. I obviously know the name of it. Perineum does not sound like the correct name for that, though. The doctor. Doctor, you just play one on TV. No, no, I'm saying like you know how some things sound like their name. The doctor kept getting really pissed at me because I kept using slang. I'd be like, "Yeah, my taint, my gooch." He's like, "It's perineum." I was like, "Yeah, no, I clearly know." That's it? No one? Okay. No, Let's move on. Sorry, I'm not you, on mic. I you would put the back doctor's you place. He, Kamar will not play with you. Um, my bad. <laughs> he will only play against you. Um, pump up the volume. This does feel like that. This is where but I that, thought he was going. But you, you've seen it or is it before your time? Oh, I, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love it like Blow. Like as a kid, I remember like 
romanticizing like I'm gonna have a pirate radio. You do. Well, we really we do. do. Yeah, look at me go. I just want to say I appreciate you. You are Christian Slater. Can I actually tell you something crazy? Um, as a kid, my favorite movie, I watched it like twice a day, was Good Morning Vietnam. Oh. Yep. Robin Williams. My dad pointed Recipes. that out to me. He's like, do you think it's interesting that you have a podcast and like your favorite movie growing mm, up was... It's interesting. Because it's always that subconscious shit that you never think about, right? That You just want to be like in the movies. And now you are. Like, yeah, look at me go. Yeah, we got like four people watching. I thought you were going to say Heather's. Have you seen Heather's? Uh, I believe yeah. so, yeah. Shannon Doherty. Um, oh. What's her name? The Klepto. Oh, oh my God. Um, I almost forgot to mention. What's her name? Winona Ryder. Thank you. Winona Ryder was Johnny's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they that's did, right. Yeah. In another lifetime of full, crazy bitches. Yeah. Full, He's lived yeah. He's a magnet for oh crazy bitches. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah, but he probably loved it. He was probably like, go steal me that Hermes bag, and then we'll fuck in the change room. I like, anyways, might... that movie is hilarious. If Heathers? you haven't watched okay. it in a while, it's really funny. It's a cult and Christian Slater is in it, which is why I brought it up. That's the movie game. Yeah, let's do it. That movie no. didn't make anything. Uh, I thought no Joe way. was very telling the way he talked about Howard Stern. How he's the goat. It could be easier to say, ah, he's changed or whatever, as some people want to say, but he pays homage and Tom Green. Like, obviously, Howard Stern has reaped the benefits. Owner of a Yeti original. Yes, Tom Green owns a piece I've of Simon's art. Tom Green did it, lately. but I don't think Tom Green wanted to do it. Buy my painting? Well, I, I that I it. agree with. <laughs> it was alcohol that made <laughs> that him do I it. That I totally agree with. You made some good coin last night off a of shark's head. That actually sold? Yeah, 950 what? bucks. Sorry, 450 bucks. Get out of here. <laughs> but Howard Stern should be seen as We'll like see a, what my brother tells me. <laughs> It'll be a big test. In broadcasting, a Lenny Bruce, a uh, Richard Pryor. Lenny Bruce, a Richard. I mean, Joe, this is Joe's words as well. Who will go down in history as the most influential podcaster of all time? Broadcaster. It's going to be podcaster. Podcaster. Oh, no. Joe has to. You think so? Yeah. Joe broke through the glass ceiling, like smashed through it. So when they talk about like the beginning of podcasts, they will not be talking about the pod father or Tom Green. They will be talking about Joe Rogan. But so listen, we when talk, this listen, documentary is made in 10 years, hear me know? out. Like we mentioned Napster all the time. You hear about Napster, but we all have Spotify and, or Apple music. You know what I mean? Like those are the one, the streaming services, but at first you stole music from Napster and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So and what was that guy's name? Sean. Uh, that's my point. Parker. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Sean Parker. Is it? Yeah. Nice work. Mark. Bonus that boys. guy got shut down quick. Well, that was all Lars. He still made a billion dollars. Oh, did he? When he sold it to like Microsoft? Well, he, he, oh, he ended up going into Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, but that's, that's all right. such yeah. bullshit, man. That Money's whole, still money, yeah, wherever yeah, it comes from. It's so funny, though. Like, if you ask, um, I bet you, if you go out there into the world and ask 90% of people how what they know about Facebook and where they know it from, it'll be that movie. That's We all just assumed sure. that was real. That's the narrative. And that's what it was. Yeah, but at that's the same not what time, it was. Well, yeah, but I assume the Winklevoss twins. Those the guys are CIA all through and through. Those guys are CIA. <laughs> no, I don't know, but it definitely wasn't like that. Come on. That if was anything, you would argue that they're not CIA. Yeah, I know. I'm just joking, Matt. I don't think they are. I was. I I know nothing. Do you understand my logic there? Um, that the CIA would have stolen it because they didn't play ball yeah, and gave it, it to Zuckerberg, it, exactly. who would I play think ball. That's Inevitable, the, Matt. I think that is the conspiracy. I think I misspoke. My bad. Yeah. Not everybody works for the CIA. Yeah. Some are being used by the CIA. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing. 
<laughs> Whether you know it or no, not. No, but you're a willing or unwilling participant. Uh, the last message from Hotep was lead with love. So, I mean, you can't take anything back from that. That was Simon's message last week, too, when we shot all over Brennan Schaub. Rated, boys. It is lead with love. I, I mean, I'll agree with him on that, too. So I give it a one and a half. I give it a one. I give it a one. But I, I really like him. I did not love this episode. I liked the first one no a little new better. I wasn't buying books. I know Kamar yeah. has a certain... Just uh, didn't like this week. Didn't love the content. Didn't love... Uh, listen, nothing wrong with any of the people. I have no problem with Hotep Jesus. You and do I you. have not bought his book yet. I'm just bored. Yet. I'm bored. And you, you're going to have to do better than this to break me out of my doldrums. Yeah. Simon got a puppy out of boredom. No, I mean by the show. <laughs> I'm I don't kidding. I know. Life. The shop. 1818, Christina P. But I'll tell you something, Maddie. Sorry, just before we start with Miss Pazinski. Um, I've been enjoying uh, tinfoil hats a lot more than I've been enjoying Joe Rogan's lately. Interesting. And that is not usually the case. I usually can find some like balance, balance there. Balance, gotcha. You know? I'm I mean, sure, Simon, it's your world we're living in. Don't forget that. The pendulum so will come around. You, no, no, no. You need to properly will the world to put the people you want on because we're in your simulation. All right, Joe, you know what I want. Bigfoot and aliens. Oh, and I'll settle for ancient civilizations of okay. any kind. Little hand coction. Um, sorry, Mark, go ahead. You said the number and then yeah. I'll just... Is there a problem if I brought my girlfriend to the studio and she had Down syndrome? Okay, we were just, I was just talking about this with my wife this morning. Is the problem that you brought her or that no, she no, has Down no. syndrome? No, is Kamara a predator yeah. who is like preying on somebody who yeah. potentially, I yeah. don't know this to be the case, 100%. but has the intellect maybe of a 13 100%. or 14 100%. year old where Kamara is 40. 100%. What did we say, dude? Uh, they are, they are you're 18. Not I was about you're to not grooming Wait, us they're 18? Here, right? Grooming. For some future they're event? 18. Okay, that's definitely an issue. I still think it's an issue, but if they're 23. Well, they were talking about a Down syndrome model, ever. right? For Victoria's Secrets, that's where this was coming from? No. So, but is this not discriminatory on its own? Yes. You, you can't date someone. They don't deserve They to, don't deserve to date someone who is. I am simply asking the question. I am not saying what, or I believe, I'm asking Kamar. I mean, listen. This is the, what they asked on the If you're asking me if Kamar came in, I would look at you and go, that seems about par for the course. That's what I asked. So who wouldn't you say that? If you for? came in, I would be like, well, that'd be, um, be a couple well, that, would, that would be there. weird. I had left my family for this person. <laughs> like, he's really, come on. No, Simon's yeah. really interested. No, but I'm really, but if you guys are in love. <laughs> I'm really asking here. Cause we had this conversation this morning. Like, so they know that men use Victoria's secret catalogs to jerk off. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Probably a lot of men in Wait, prison still, in prison. Okay, in prison. So you're. At home? Come on, you have a you computer. You have a computer. What are you doing? Off to if I saw, maybe I wasn't going to jerk off. Maybe I saw. Uh, but you have your phone in your pocket. No, no, no hold it, on. It, this it, is your okay, let's let him work this out. I wasn't going to jerk off, but then you see the magazine. And you're like, now I have. Does to that jerk. happen to you a lot where you're just like so fucking horny that you have to jerk off to a magazine? No, but I'll see something that makes you want to jerk off, and I may have to resort to other medias. You go to your phone. Probably. Last resort. I just, you would, like, you don't have the, I know you think you do, but you probably don't 
have the libido you did when you were a teenager. Are you kidding you know? me? I bet this guy's a fucking deviant. I assume this guy's in bushes at night fucking <laughs> wanking his cock at like passerby. Well, then for sure he shouldn't have the relations with the girl with Down syndrome, I think. Because that just seems like it's a predator preying on somebody. Hold on. If Kamar brought anyone in here, I would assume that's a predator oh, preying. Jesus. <laughs> with that mustache? Look at him. So you've got to change it from me. But Forget still, you, that's the implication. A person. Does yeah. someone Down syndrome deserve to be loved? Or is it is it a weird thing? And they like to have sex. I don't know. I would like to know kind of. I mean, I don't. I have no idea. Do a lot of. Apparently, they love to fuck. People who have Down syndrome. Is that the right term? It doesn't. Whatever. Call them Downies now, no. Simon. Do they marry a lot of like non. I th usually thought that they met other people who had, you know similar disabilities and yeah, they would Simon's running through yeah. a minefield I right here. He's, like, he's, he's like running a tough mutter course. So you think it, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, we'll get to tough mutter. If I hit it off with a hot 22-year-old person with down syndrome who seems like they're 12 years old and I'm like we're in love, you'd be like I don't think you guys are you, I mean, I'd be like I believe you probably are. You, I'm not so certain it's not about her. You, you're an adult presumably. And it works the other way. Why are you putting your pinky up like if, that? If uh, retarded, uh, that's man not the word. Starts bang. No, pardon, uh, I'm a man with Down syndrome. I think that's me. what you're supposed to say. He makes a good point though. If you, if you saw an 18 year old with Down syndrome banging a 25 year old 10, you'd be like, "Good on you, young man." You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, you know, you'd be like he must be hung like a fucking horse." Or she's taking one for the team. I sure. I don't know what I, I know. At that point, I would think she is taking advantage of him. Like Kamar said, would he's you? like hung like a horse, and she just wants to get fucked all the time. Yes, I have no I think problem with some, that. Do you? I don't have a problem. Dude, yes, there's no. A that young man should get his cock ridden by that ten for Look, as long. Make hay while the sun is fucking listen, shining. I don't have a listen, he has a story to tell everyone when, else. When a 25, 30 year old teacher hits on a six, a kid in grade six, you know what I mean? A boy. That's not right either. You might applaud it because that seems like the right thing in your head to do but it's not like that kid is going to be scarred in some way they're probably not supposed to be fucking adults when they're children you know okay anyways whatever come on just stop smiling fuck i don't know I can maybe speak for my, I can speak for myself and maybe Kamar, but I'm pretty sure if at any point in high school a hot teacher tried to fuck me, I didn't say in female. high school though. I said, and you know six, what? There's a difference when I'm sure there's a difference when you become a parent. Yeah, I'm you sure just there have is. A different yeah, you have a different mindset. I get it. Yeah, but you agree with me? We think. Well, I, I, I was I was saying to someone, no, I I could not date. Um, and say person with Down syndrome. Oh yeah, okay. And they were like, "What? Why not?" Like they were more of a progressive, and were like, "I simply couldn't because I wouldn't be attracted to them." Well, you don't know that. No, did you don't. see this model? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. I think that's I, I think that's a theme of again. A movie. I just you, uh, some people don't show the same traits, obviously. So you may not know until you've already fallen in love with that person's face. Okay. Like love and first sight. Love yeah. and first sight. Yeah. And then you find out that they're like, what do you do then? You know? I mean, Down syndrome is a fairly obvious. Again, trait. you're assuming that, but then you see like this Victoria's Secrets model, and it doesn't take like, you don't have to go too many steps to see. 
I think we'll put a pin Almost in it with this. this yeah, I don't like this. She I'm asked. You, <laughs> she asked. You were the one who was seriously intrigued. She, they asked Jamie to in. bring up some Down syndrome porn, and she's like, "Oh no, yeah. no." He said, this, "I'll let somebody else do that." Yeah, but he, he, she was like, "I, I don't feel good about this at all." Yeah, yeah. bring that and up on your that, phone and hey, airdrop and it. do that both ways. Either way, that doesn't feel good. If it's the guy with hot girls, you still feel like he's being like used somehow. You know? I, love I don't Christine care though. That's the difference. You yeah. just want to see even him if, fuck. Even if she said, Fair I'm, play. even if she looked me in the eyes and said, I'm using this guy for his donkey dick, I still look at him and go, you do you, young man. It's just, I don't know. Listen, it's very tough for young men. Have you, listen to me, okay? Okay. Have I'm you listening. ever watched the show Love on the Spectrum? I hope you have. I haven't, no. Fuck. Have you ever watched the show Love on the Spectrum? Yep. Okay. Remember the guy, black hair, he was so fucking sweet, mm -hmm. but he was like a hopeless romantic guy. You know that dude? So he seems normal. Like until you hear him start to talk a little mm -hmm. bit, that guy passes as normal. So trust me, I don't know him in general, but somebody could be like totally coerced into that life. You know what I'm saying? Because they think that that somehow makes them a man or whatever. Like you're, you're talking about, he looked like a 40-year-old man. He obviously was less progressed than a 12-year-old. It's interesting to know because I do not know at what age does someone like that or do they always have a, um, for lack of a better word, a supervisor or... Simon, let me ask you this. It's different for different people. Are they let go into the world at some Some, point? some of them are, for sure. I, I just know this they through learn. experience. But some kids are just too far gone and they will always maybe go live in a kind of halfway house, but not a bad place. It's difficult you know for I mean? them to pick up a straight person as much as Simon, hear me out. Unless what? they had a giant dick and or they, they were coerced into porn the same way a girl gets that done to her, you know, sorry. I could Let me ask you this, Simon. Yep. Let's say, let's say um, a young man is born with Down syndrome. His family is exceedingly wealthy. Uh, his parents die when he's like 25. Okay. They leave him all their money. So he's taken care of. Okay, he lives to like, he's 45, he's never had sex. Okay, some, some 10, some dime piece 10 gold digger comes along and decides, I'm going to hitch my wagon to this horse, I'm going to suck this guy's dick for the next 20 years because I want a piece of that inheritance. Yep. He's cool with it. He, yep. he, are you okay with that in I that think, scenario? I think I am there. If, he, if he's allowed to take care of his own money then I think I'm okay with okay. it. You know what I mean? But if he, in that if scenario, he has someone... like a trust and she's manipulating him and using the trust and she's not supposed to, that's different, you know? But if he can control his own money, I don't like any of this, by the way. I don't <laughs> like saying this he is our podcast. I know, I know. But it's just like, I'm no one to say anything. It's uh, And it seems weird because I don't think this is happening very much where there are like gold digger. You created this situation. Yeah, I made a scenario up. That's yeah, for insane. Sure. It's fun you though. Know? This is fun. I, this is what I know. We do. <laughs> I dragged the bottom of the barrel and I caught, I brought something Anyways, up. Yeah, I don't. You're uh, welcome. I think that in that case, Matt, he could probably do what he wants, but I don't think that sets a precedent for future. Um, Let's circle back to this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Let's just go right over it. There'll be more about this in the post, Joe. Sure. Are we on Pazinski yet? Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> they wanted skinny models because it took less fabric, which just seems like it makes sense. I thought it was because the clothes hung better on them the way they hang on a hanger. 
so it's like they droop properly. And less, and less surface area, both. Like you're telling me that that little bit of fabric is what's making the difference between like clearing a profit on a dress and not. Twice as much I don't fabric. Think so. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I love Christina P. You guys love Christina P. I think she's great. Yeah. Uh, she was like, fuck Batman. <laughs> Don't oh, pussy. That's fuck what I Spider-Man. said, man. Exactly. Fuck Batman. Especially this Batman, the newest one. It's terrible. Iron Man has turned out so much better than Batman, and they have parallels. Listen, when people were saying this Batman may be better than the Dark Knight, I was like, oh my God. Then I saw it, and I was like, People are fucking stupid. Okay, you agree. Oh, nowhere oh, near I the I thought Dark you Knight. liked it. It's garbage. I said it was okay. There's oh, yeah. good performances, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah, but it was, it was okay. It was okay. I but said that. But it's not the best Batman. Not even the Maybe best of the three not Christian even, Bale Batmans. Not close. It's not even better than Keaton's Batman. It's not even because he doesn't bang anyone. That's what she said. Well, Bruce that's Wayne what is she said. A socialite <laughs> out there. No, that's what she said. Pazinski. <laughs> But she's uh, she's like um, so successful, she can go on Rogan and not think twice about what she's saying. Yeah, I and it's a comfortable place for her to be. And I I do like her. I do like, like her po- too. She's in a special position where she's successful from being extra crass. Yeah, she can. So exactly. She can lean into it extra hard and be like, guess what? You cannot. Ca- I'm, there, there's I'm nothing. Exactly. There's nothing she could say on Rogan. I mean, maybe there's a couple of things that they haven't said on your mom's house, but. It would have to be pretty egregious. No, she's she's super cool and talks like dude and bro. And like, she would have to say like she beat her kids or something. You know? Like the fact that they get sponsors is fucking nuts. Well, that's what I was going to say. Listeners. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, at the end of the day, Kamara's right. Like listeners, that's the, you know, if you have a big enough pull, I think all um, advertisers eventually are like, all right, fine. Well, I think so too. And especially the ones that hesitate to like, oh no, we can't go on a podcast where they swear or we can't go on a podcast where they talk about certain things. I think for the most part, it's like, we want to make money because we're giant corporations and we will, you know what I mean? I love the irony though of a company that's probably up to some egregious bullshit overseas is like, um, we'd rather not advertise on a podcast where they swear. Well, like, it's so hypocritical, but that's kind of how the whole system eh, works, sure, right? Sure. Like just, not just podcasting top to bottom. Just saying it's funny. It's ironic. Yeah, agreed. The art- Call Alanis. I will. Wah, wah. The article they mentioned that said- uh, Kamar has her number. Hiking is racist. Yeah, hiking like is hiking is definitely hiking. racist. I totally agree. Hiking is racist. I think if you especially because think... the last time I went hiking, there was swastikas everywhere. <laughs> no, it was like, insane. Then it would be anti-Semitic. It's only white people. Oh no, but there was also some stuff written okay. below the swastikas. There was <laughs> about not the so color favorable. of Jews' skin. No, about colored oh. people. In oh, general. I see. It was a Just very, in general, I don't know what was up with this trail. We want to make sure more diversity sees nature. This was appreciates it. Your backyard. <laughs> Matt just made a little trail in the backyard and started putting just art ropes, up. Just swastikas everywhere. Yeah, up. It's a good way to keep the neighbors away. Again, it is very interesting, and I'm serious here, how the swastika before the Nazis meant nothing but good. Yeah. And that, they really co-opted they it. Yeah. co-opted the fuck out of that yeah. symbol. But if you want to kill a symbol, you know what you have to do. Like there's a certain, you know. Yeah, attach it to the Nazis. Well, no, you just have to kill enough people. Oh, yeah, okay. But what's interesting is Volkswagen did exactly that and yet never changed their... Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, too, like, that Hitler mustache, only one person ever rocked it after that, so... Yeah, Charlie. But it's uh, no, no, that was, no, it was Michael Jordan. 
Charlie Chaplin rocked it before. Before he that was before Hitler. Yeah, that was a popular mustache right. in the early. Like, I didn't know Char- Charlie was before Hitler. Yeah, Hitler's forties. Charlie was like the early nineteen hundreds. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to this whole podcast again on uh, probably on tinfoil. Yeah. So take it what you want, but they were talking about all the companies that are still owned or totally uplifted by the fact that they had an association with the Nazis. They did business with the Nazis. Yeah, sure. But not only did business like. were funded in the initial steps by the Nazis, which had then allowed them to go and push forward in the world. So many though, but so many that you had no idea about all the banks. There's like a fast food one that I was like, no fucking way. I don't remember what it was. Probably white castle. I don't think it was white (laughs) castle. I mean, if you really wanted to take a guess, it's not McDonald's and it's definitely not um, Chick-fil-A. She's a super cool mom. Oh, she seems like the best mom. Way to realize they seem they seem like the best parents. My problem is I just watch a special, which is great, and it's like interwoven to just what she was talking about in regards to the eighties and nineties. Actually, your special is way better, and so that's the only thing that lessened this podcast to me. I watch a special first, but other than that, I, I I love Bush as a. I don't know what that's obnoxious. Did he say I love Bush? Bush, that's her nickname. That's what they call her. Um, I thought they called her Mommy. No, Mommy's like the the joke on the podcast, but like in like conversation, you'll hear Bert be like, I was with uh, Tom and Bush the other night. Gotcha. I'm so lame for doing that. (laughs) I've done it before. Really? Like, that's like your sister's best friends with Joe List. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's true, though. (laughs) They talked a bunch. As much as Kamar. Yeah. They talked a bunch about Johnny Depp. Yeah, but we've already talked a bunch oh, about yeah. it, let's, and that was one of things like a lot about it, and I'm just out of a fun, gossipy way. Well, that's why I like Christina Pazinski. It's like I know that all the things that probably interest me in like pop culture and its debauchery is the same shit she's watching. You, guys, you know, you guys have the sort of same style. I bet she loves Below Deck. Below Deck? That sounds like a gay porn. I bet she watches Below tons. Deck. Below Deck. She probably okay. watches I, tons of slap fights. Look at fights. what he's resorted to. <laughs> yeah, it's lowbrow. Oh, no. he. She definitely likes slap fights. I'd be surprised if she wasn't really into the mink man. The mink man. <laughs> that kid's the best. Her uh, her TikTok curation is fucking wild. If you watch their show. You're on TikTok? No. What, if you watch oh. your mom's house, Christina Pazinski will like have like a three-minute segment where she posts insane TikToks gotcha. of like... Just the lowest rung of American people. She's so, she's so cool. Yeah, yeah she's, she's yeah. She's she's awesome. Do you follow Dude Perfect? They're the best. I saw one the other day where he finds he's eating a bag of pretzels and he finds the two pretzels that are welded together. Yeah. They just all start freaking out <laughs> like it's the best thing they've ever seen. And then at the end, he's like, what's better, hitting that basket for 300 feet or this? He's like, this is my life's retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a... So there's a dude perfect video where they were trying to break the record for most records broken in like a day. So they were breaking all these basketball records and one of the dudes hit one first shot and he, and he didn't believe it because I'm sure they prank each other all the time. So like he was blindfolded, right? It was a blindfolded hook shot from like full court and he hit it first shot. Which guy? The redhead? The tallest dude. Oh, no way. Yeah. Do you ever watch a dude perfect twice? Sorry? Do you ever watch a dude perfect twice? No. No, I mean, you I don't watch that many do- 
dog perfects, dude perfects. I just follow them on Instagram. So oh. every once in a while when my algorithm will let me actually see things I like, it pops up. I only know they're from YouTube. Mm. There's a re- like their YouTube deserves to be as big as it is. The production value, the it's it, it's a great channel. It really is. I love those guys. Yeah, no, they're hilarious. And like, you just build yourself the best clubhouse of all time. Yeah, literally, right? like Robin Big's fucking funhouse. Yeah, just totally. Insane. Yeah, Robin, they're, they're going Robin to Big to... was that what that show was called? Yeah, and then it became the Fantasy Factory. Uh, Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy. And then Factory. became ridiculousness. Yeah. That's no, but the one where they actually followed him around. It started as Robin, Robin Big, Big's him house. and the Big. Uh, yeah, Big the bouncer. Guard. Yeah, but then. Then it became the fantasy. Factor. What's crazy is that all started from a DC video. Really? It came out in like 99. Because, <laughs> you know, back then, skate videos had like big production. And you had to have like a good intro. So Rob's was that he was tired of getting kicked out of spots. So he hired his own security. Oh, that's funny. So they hired that big guy. To big pl- Black. That was yeah, his big name. Bl- they hired him to just do this one segment for the DC video. And MTV picked no it up. No way. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's the story. That's fucking. And he's a smart guy. Rob well, Deerdick is an insane businessman. Insane. Like fucking genius. That Dude. giant skateboard they built there, did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Drove it around town to yeah. all the fucking openings. That thing's crazy. As a fucking genius. Yeah, no, his place is really a fantasy factory. That place is so much fun yeah. if you're a skateboarder Dude, or whatever. The foam pit is incredible. Do you remember ever having like hyperactive kids? Like be around like there's people who always freaked out in school and went down to the some weir- weirdos, yeah. Just like Oh, we had tons of them. I don't know how to describe there it. There weren't tons of Hopewell them. migrate. There was a bunch of fucking spastic weirdos. That's really? the word I yeah. think that comes spastic about. Spastic weirdos. <laughs> for sure. Kumar's just like, yeah, that's the yeah, term. No, that's what was, well, yeah, that's what he was looking for. Spastic in Australia. Yeah. But spastic. I mean, not to be uh, the uh, pejorative, but they just freaked out. I'm pretty sure that was pejorative. Yeah. I don't think so at all. Okay. I'm pretty sure a kid that went to Hopewell in my grade killed a girl. What? I think he killed Ardeth Wood. Remember when she disappeared? What? Yeah, I think it was what? a kid that went. I'm certain it was. Are you kid. like breaking a case right now? Or did they no, no, catch no, no. They him. caught him. Okay, we're going to talk about this after. Yeah, yeah, they I caught don't him. Know who edit edit that out, Jamie. Um, Ow. Do you remember how scary AIDS was? I'm too young. Yeah. Well, AIDS, the, I think. I remember. In, in regards to your viruses, I think uh, COVID will go the same way as AIDS did. We didn't react nearly. As crazy as we do with AIDS. Yeah, but you couldn't get AIDS from coughing on, exactly. a, on a subway. Yeah. But I mean, the thing with AIDS, I think, is so many people died from the cure. Like, are you implying the same thing? No, I'm just saying that was a So pandemic. I think those numbers got conflated a little bit, too. You know what I'm saying? If you have lots of people who are dying from the ADT. Listen, Magic Johnson. Lots of people dying from uh, ventilators. Magic Johnson got AIDS and has since become a billionaire. So yeah, he changed. He changed. That's, you know what I mean. That's like, what I was asking if you were implying. I, I indirectly, hmm. only because you brought up with it. Yeah, that's a point. Hmm. I think he just bought Chelsea. Who did? Magic Johnson and his Dodgers group. Really? I think they just bought Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, now sure. would be a perfect time to make that same joke that Mike Ward made about the little boy who was supposed to die. Remember. Jeremy. That would be perfect right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to get sued yeah, by anybody. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? She That's discussed the bump we need. bought to tribunal by the Canadian yeah. government. 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 She discussed the, the flight attendant associated with possibly fucking the monkey or someone who cut the meat of the monkey. That's was, a Richard Gere story. He was Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. The so. the 
flight attendant From patient zero yeah he was a canadian flight attendant really yeah. yep Look they just picked like the most pleasant country to throw that shade on a gay, where do you gay, find a gay flight a gay attendant french canadian yeah. all around the world i know but they just made the whole thing up so okay. Dude, family guy i'll pull it up he's after, a fall guy i'll pull it up after this family guy did one of the fucking funniest sketches about it ever i w- i bet you anything that guy was trying to get out of scientology that canadian <laughs> steward they got into it about Liberace, but I think they you always pull back because it was a, just a right. time where um, people pretended not to be gay, but were so gay. I'm too young to like Libera. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't. What about Little Richards? Again, I just uh, I knew they existed as like acts, but I didn't like Elton John. Tutti Frutti. Is that Little Richard? Tutti Frutti is. I believe uh, if you so ask that, most, if you ask most rock musicians who started rock and roll, I believe most of them will say Little Richard. Is Tutti Frutti the one that's about fucking? Yes, I think everything's supposed about to be And now Relax, I found out, is about fucking. Christina Pazinski. Relax, it's don't a, do it. She paid sixty grand for that. She paid sixty grand for it to be in her special. Her special's awesome. What's though. in the special though? Is it worth the sixty grand? Like, does she need that song? Is it a bit in her act? Oh, it's a huge bit. Okay, in her act. gotcha. She, so then it's a callback at the she end or hates something. Her mother. I'll tell you that right now. She hates her mother. Okay. They didn't get into it on this, or she loves joking about how she hates her mother. But I think she did say, "My mother." I, it was a great year. My mother died. Ooh. At one point, no, it's really good or special because there's she gets controversial and talks about being a I'm a 90s mom using those references of what people say you do today. You know, she's like, I want there to be skinny models, I want to feel like a fat piece of shit, like that sort of attitude, like, fuck all this shit. And I, and like we said, she's in the financial position to take these risks and push the envelopes and uncancelable. So more power to her. Uh, then she suggested that every generation thinks the world's ending. He goes, but that's just a thing. He's like, no, no, this is actually it. <laughs> there could be a world war in Russia, nuclear missiles, uh, Big Sur is about to blow up. I mean, if you were a betting man, yep, just cover your bases. Yes, we are going. It's going to end in this lifetime. This is the only lifetime you have to bet on. You know what I mean? So you sort of got to say, my just lifetime. do it. Why, but the odds are stacked against you. What do you mean? I mean that every single person that lived before you had a full lifetime like you're describing. Sure. And they all would have lost that bet. Sure, but make the bet because you have nothing to lose. You'll be gone. A dead man can't pay no debts, Matt. I don't think you know how bets work. (laughs) You pay them up front. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just joking. But what I'm saying is like, it probably will happen in your lifetime. And why wouldn't you think it wouldn't? No, I just told you it probably will not happen in your lifetime. You until it, until, years, like until it does. Yeah, but that's a weird flex because there's been like 35 billion people before that have all thought that. And well, it, no, some of them have definitely. I mean, in their defense, their world, been in their defense, happen. their world did end. So it's not like. Well, exactly my point. If you want to get philosophical about it. Oh, you mean like the actual world being destroyed yeah or just civilization having to no, start when, you, when your bodyguards turn on you well, fine when even your bodyguards, when your bodyguards turn. Turn i see I'm, I'm we're talking about two different things is that all your notes kamar please um no uh, so uh, hot what Very is your warm. what do you think your faith in government is now that the 
uh, pandemic uh, is in the rearview mirror. Prior to the pandemic, your competence you felt on the government to after. Well, I'll tell you this: my the idea of government hasn't necessarily wavered, but I trust our government a whole hell of a lot less. The Trudeau government, in particular. Okay. Okay. That's what I'll say. He, I'll agree with you to say that he's nothing but trouble. And I didn't realize that our prime ministers can just stick around forever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, we we told you that two weeks. Yeah, ago. I you know. A bit and then and then you have this third party who's a bunch of fucking weaklings who just side with somebody every time. They could theoretically keep this guy in power for, you know. Especially if they were to uh, make an allegiance with. Well, imagine if the party, liberals actually should have. Imagine said. if the liberals actually owned the NDP. If they were just one body what's forever the what's the and right every once in a while, every couple of years, they let the conservatives get four years and they're like, ah, oh, they're not going to do anything too crazy. And then we'll just go Who back knows? to the scam. It's getting off topic, but you give more or less faith in the government now after the handle well, of the pandemic. I mean, listen, if you think about it, the government's <clears throat> job is to keep the world moving, right? Keep the country moving. The country is still moving. I mean, it's, I'll put it to you this way. It let's I less is the answer, sure. But uh -huh. I think uh um We have an agreement. I think I the thing I have the least faith in since this whole thing is money. It's just become blatantly apparent to me that money is no longer and probably hasn't been real for a long time. It doesn't exist. But it say in all fairness, in a time of crisis, whether that crisis was justified or whatever, yeah. that's a separate debate. In a time of crisis, Everybody got money here. They did not leave people out to dry like they did in other places. I agree. Places. I totally agree. So say what you want. But that's why that's why when I said when you were like, do you have less faith in the government or less trust, whatever, like what Simon's saying is bang on. And that's why everything kept moving. Yeah, that gives As, that gives me more trust. I'm sorry, Matt. No, no. Well, I just I'm, I'm agreeing with you that like, you know, up as much as they shut everything down. They didn't do it with just like, we're shutting everything down and you guys are fucked. They were like, listen, if we're going to do this, we're going to be aggressive in trying to stop this, but everyone is going to get something to try to live off. Now, again, I don't have a family like you or a business like you, so it was a lot easier for someone like me. You know, I said this a couple of weeks ago. It kind of feels gross to be like, they gave everyone enough money. Like people lost their businesses. People lost their livelihood. Listen, again, I wasn't arguing the lockdown. Yeah, 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 there yeah, yeah. there was some horrible shit that went on there. The way they shut down small businesses was reprehensible. There is no doubt about that. But you weren't on the street. Do you? Not yet. I get it. You lost your business. But for those months, they actually gave the money that you needed yeah, yeah. to... Like, I don't know. I hear in the States, it wasn't like that. No, you they know got two I mean? checks they... for the whole thing. No, no. But the States had money. Each state had... So like nobody really, was left out in the cold? Uh, people are always left Record out. Record numbers of oh, homeless. The, oh, the, and the, the, well, I think the homeless thing is... Well, you think it's two different things. It's going all the way. There's no well, correlation between his, the pandemic and on. the homeless crisis? We, the homeless in crisis his, is a drug crisis. In his defense, the homeless crisis was a crisis pre-pandemic. Totally, but so, you don't think... It, I think it's probably exponentially it worse. Yeah. And I think right? it, it would have been like in a, in a macabre way. Wow, look at this guy go. Um, a macabre a way. A blessing if it... COVID was really bad and eradicated the homeless population. Jesus, easy hotel. Oh, Jesus. My Holy gosh. fuck. But it's wow. not that case at all. It's not that case at all. 
No, no, no. Fucking but eugenics rewind, over here. Rewind to where you said that would be the best case scenario. Wouldn't it? No. I would rather well, help Simon's all those. I would rather. COVID caused the homelessness crisis. I would much I'd rather. I'm saying it influenced a spike in the homeless crisis. Yeah, exactly. I would much rather. I, I didn't know, suggest that it kill everybody. No, I already know your argument here, but I would much rather we tried to help those people. Uh, me too. And I know that you're going to say, well, we're already throwing tons of money and not helping them. I agree with that as well, but. Well, in the wrong ways. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying I don't think that eradicating homeless people. No, is... that sounds like eugenics. Well, COVID, said, <laughs> COVID is not that. So as time goes on, we will see it as a bit of an overreaction each year after. To I agreed. Yeah, okay. Simon. We also. But again, I'll go. No, you it can't. Is, that's it. You can't. Simon. Also, no. <laughs> hold on, Simon. We also haven't seen. Forget we also it. haven't seen the long-term repercussions yeah, of, of the COVID. vaccines. Not the vaccines. Oh, of oh the... that was a Freudian slip. There. No, I mean there is possible that there is. Well, I'm I mean, sure. okay. I didn't want I'm to not go... stupid. I don't have my never head settled. in the sound. Here's, here's that Sorry, blue. There, there's that blue banner. Yeah, appearing well, above we were our getting podcast. that anyways. Fuck. Um, no, I was saying the economic repercussions. Oh, those you won't. See. You'll see some now. You'll see the rest of them for the next ten years. But this it is what like I'm saying. So it's easy to, for us to sit here and be like, we were all taken care of, but like it's going to cost us. God knows how much for God knows how long. Unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, Matt, you're seeing a lot of new stores opening now because they're taking advantage of like space, space yeah. for rent. And yeah, 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 yeah. it's now a buyer's market or whatever, you know, it's sad, but my, there's an expression, you know, when you shake the apple tree, no, you know what? It doesn't matter. I just Simon was about to get so <laughs> Simon. racist. There. No, it wow. wasn't ra It wasn't racist. It's just mean. And I totally get it. Like we would have lost our business to COVID. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no way we would have survived. We went. We were gone a couple of months before. But like that would have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah. I fucking get it more than anybody. I'm just saying there's this weird like regrowth now. It's not fair to those people. But the the. A good the, businessman. Will the fruit that feet. wasn't going to last got shook and it fell to the ground. Notice I didn't say rotten there. I just said the ones that wouldn't last. We were one of them. And so, I mean, you know what the you're left with the healthy and then new place for new fruit to grow. Can I tell you what the big problem is, Simon, is that you and I's attitude of like we were taken care of during COVID is actually the wrong one. Because when you find out that like super yachts had their best year ever, no, but you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I do. We sit here and we say, oh man, we were really taken care of. And in reality, it's like, hold on a second. Like I was barely taken care of, wasn't allowed to leave, wasn't allowed to work. Yeah. And all the richest people in the world got three times as rich. It's UBI. That's what happens with the UBI. And now, and here's the weirdest thing. And now, and the crazy thing, think about it, Simon. During COVID, all your average Joes starting inv started investing heavily. A lot of those checks that people got went to the stock market and look at the stock market right now. It's like they literally were like, here's a bunch of money. We invested it. And then they were like, thank you for giving us that money back. It's insane. Well, I mean, yeah. Look at crypto right now. Look, look at the market. At crypto, crypto, right now. No, crypto had the biggest boom during COVID. Its biggest boom ever was during fucking COVID. It, it really makes you feel like this whole thing is a fucking scam. Just move money around. Just a huge, everything you know, is like, just different fucking cogs working for a big giant when, scam. Uh, when uh, when uh, stocks go down, when, uh, guys jump out of the, the office buildings. But when cryptos go down, the guys live in their basement. They shoot themselves so they, in their they basement. They can't even jump. 
Well, I think the story no windows. Yeah, but I see where you're the going. story used to be Kamar that that like yeah the guy in the suit the banker was jumping out the window because the the market crashed. Now that banker is like we made forty two billion dollars when the market Clients. crashed today, and there's some fucking yeah there's some poor schmuck down the road who's like, well I just lost everything so. I feel delirious. You're done, Simon? Okay. Is that it? Is Are you almost it? done? Just a, a shout out to Danny Brown. I guess he got a job on your mom's uh, house. Your mom's basement? Is that what you're going to say? Who's Danny Brown? The rapper? From Detroit. From Detroit. He's always been just bouncing around. And yeah. I think he found a place because they're in Austin now. And mm-hmm. I love Christina P. I give this a uh, four. I really like her too. I like her too, but I still only give this a three. I only give it a three too. 3.2 or 3 as no, well? No, 3 as well. Okay. Swish brings my week to a solid one. Okay. I don't think that math works out, but we'll see. I think I did. I think I, I no, did. No, I don't it. think no. you carried the proper numbers, but whatever. You had a 3 we'll and a, you would we'll have a what? A 3 and a half, a 3. No, and no, then... no, 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 no. Either way. Either guys, way. that's a show. If you made it this far, thank you so okay. fucking much. We love you. Maybe you're willing to go a bit further. We first want to thank uh, fastgrowingtrees.com. Go check them out. There will be a link in the description. Um, you'll get a little something on us if you use our link. So go check them out. Thank you to them for sponsoring the show. And uh, we have some socials, Twitter and Instagram. Where I'm, I swear to God, I'm going to get better at that in the next month or two. Uh, they are at JREE Podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Uh, there's a Reddit. It's r slash JREE Podcast. If you want to join the conversation, head over there. Um, there's a Patreon. No, there's a YouTube. YouTube.com slash JREE podcast. Oh my God, Chico, you nearly died there. Look out for live videos. Might do one tonight. Simon looks like he's not up for it, but Kamar might stick around and do one with me. Uh, YouTube.com slash JREE podcast. Go hit subscribe. Go watch some of the videos. We're up to some fun stuff this summer. And then, of course, the Patreon. Patreon.com slash JREE podcast. You can get the post show. It's the show of the show we should post show. And you'll get some throwback episodes. I promise we're going to do two this month. We're, we're really getting down to it, boys. Uh, it's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. For as little as $5 a month, you can support the show and join the team, get some extra content. Uh, that's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening or watching. We love the shit out of you. We hope you have an enjoyable week, a safe week. We hope you have a great weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. 